Jerome. Mois. Showtime.
Johnny State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Ever woken up naked in the middle of PetSmart with two hamsters going to town on your nipples? Well, that's what it's like to drive a Ford F-150. It it truly is. Uh, Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. I hope that you are doing well today. I hope that you are fantastic. I hope that you are dry. Today was my uh, my my usual pilgrimage uh, to the Bucky's. Going to Bucky's. <laughs> Bucky's. Florida has Disney World. We have Bucky. Um, to get my Copenhagen for the week because they're the cheapest. Um, so I went there. It pouring down rain the entire time, right? Pouring down rain the whole time back. First day on vacation for Brad and Kid. I go get her donuts. You know, it it it, it, it it's just raining. So if you're out there and it's raining, just stay dry a little bit today. All right. A uh, couple quick things that we have to get to. Um, terrible story out of Maine this morning. I promise I'm not going to bore you with all the details because the details are fucking tragic. Uh, a mass shooting happened last night in uh, Maine, Lewiston, Maine. Limp Biscuit sounds sings about that place. Um, there was a shooting. Twenty-two people. People were dead. Thirty people injured. The guy started at a bowling alley, like an inter, uh, a family entertainment spot, and then went to a bar or vice versa. Um, his name is Robert Card. They know who it is. He's all on video. He's a, a former uh, uh, U.S. Army reservist who started hearing weird voices, and they sectionated his ass, so he decided, well, he's going to go crazy and shoot people. Well, they haven't found him yet. People are sheltered in place in Maine. It's a shame that the donor isn't there yet, but oh well. So hopefully they find this guy. The other big story that nobody's painting, oh, and by the way, the reason why I'm not making a big deal about this is because, well, people are crazy. And, uh, of course, he used an AR-15. So I'm going to wait and let the national media just slurp all this up and talk about how we should ban these assault rifles and do all that kind of stuff. I'm I'm just, I'm kind of over the AR-15 talk. I I, I think we need a new narrative. I I don't know what that narrative is yet. I think it's going to have something to do with Israel, but we'll get to that here in just a little bit. Here's the other thing that happened uh, yesterday and the day before. Um, it's awful, and I think Pat Martin, our friend Pat Martin, is somewhere down in the middle of this. I hope not. Um, but Hurricane Otis made landfall near Acapulco. Acapulco. Oh, here we go. Here's the sound of it. A Category 5. Now, this is a big boy. This, this is a real hurricane. About two hours before it was landfall, it was still a, a, a Category 1. And then it hit land and tore everything apart. Miles, uh, uh, wind up to 165 miles an hour. So what you're telling me is that there's a, there's a hurricane that's two hours away, and you're tracking that at a Category 1, and it hits, and it's a Category 5, which was in none of your models. But you're going to tell me the Earth is going to end in 150 years. You couldn't even predict two hours away. 
insanity. So uh, hopefully everybody who's on vacation in Puerto Rico is doing all right. Thoughts and prayers, of course. Uh, let's say some good mornings, shall we? Uh, first one here. Oh, and by the way, uh, you know, I know he's on the air right now, but I, I love the guy to death. Today is Jay Slater's birthday, so uh, uh, happy birthday to Slater's Dingle Wings. Slater, there you go, there you go, and just in case, Jay, you weren't listening, maybe you'll hear this one. Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family, when somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday, you ready? Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, dear Valerie. No, it's Slater. Happy birthday to you. Come on, Mr. President. Jesus, criminy. Uh, so happy birthday going out to my man, Jammin' Jay. Uh, first one here today, it looks like it is the good Darren. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. Uh, he says, uh, good morning, ass family. Happy Joe Murphy Day. One of the highlights of my week. Yes, it is Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy Day. Can't wait to have Joe on. Lots of sports to talk about, including a World Series. I mean, Warbird. You're talking to yeah. the Rolex mm-hmm. wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time Yes, yes, he is. Woo! Says, good morning. Twas the night before game one. The only thing bigger than the World Series is Paris Hilton's baby's head. Now, 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 yesterday we discussed Paris Hilton's baby's head. Okay? Uh, Paris Hilton had a baby, and this thing has a giant fucking noggin. I mean, god damn. And she named her son Phoenix. Well, she has just she has just lost her mind over this. And and a part of me felt bad yesterday when I was saying things like pulling that gargantuan cranium about. I'm not kidding. That boy's head's like Sputnik, spherical but quite pointy in parts. He'll be crying himself to sleep tonight on his huge pillow. <laughs> I've worked hard to cultivate an environment that is all about love, respect, and acceptance. And I accept the same in return. If I don't post my baby, people assume I'm not a great mother. Now, wait a second. Wait a second. Hold on a second here. So to be a great mother, you have to post pictures of your baby? I'm just wondering. Is that the new law of the jungle here? Because that doesn't sound right. But I'll continue her stupid misguided quote here. Um... I'm not a great mother, and if I do post them, there are people who are cruel and hateful. I'm a proud working mom. Now, now you just... You're a proud working mom? Really? 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 You're a proud... You're a DJ and an heiress to a Hilton Hotel fucking franchise. 
I'm a hardworking mom. Yes, you're the exact same hardworking mom as the gal who has two waitress shifts who lives on tips to survive so she can provide for her little ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're, you're a fucking working mom, all right. Hey, you know what, Paris? I have more to say about your fucking kid. Look at the size of that boy's head. I'm not kidding. It's like an orange on a toothpick. It's a huge noggin. It's a virtual planetoid. It has its own weather system. <laughs> I'm a working mom. You shut your dirty gullet. It's hard to fathom that there are people in this world that would target such innocence. Yes, like me in today's joke of the day. Which is what do a sinking boat and Paris Hilton's baby have in common? Capsize. Good God almighty. Come on now. I'm a hard working mother. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, you're 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 hard working. Hard-working cocksmoker, that's what you are. Uh, there she is. The lady on vacation, the one, the only bratty kid. Oh, my lucky start. Don't you shut the fuck up. Nobody here wants to listen to your misguided bullshit. Okay, so you are starting the vacation off in the right mood. Good thing. I'm glad to see that. Good morning to you. Whitewash. Good morning, my friend. Uh, he says, good morning, ass family. V Coop. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, says, I just read that people who put up Christmas decorations up early are happy. Well, 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 of course they are. I mean. Duh. Uh, he says, no doy. When you let mentally ill people wallow in their psychosis, they're going to be happy. Duh. Exactly. I mean, come on now. Hockey player. Says, happy Thursday, ass family. Happy Thursday to you. Uh, Jim says, what's good, ass family? Well, Jim, what's happening? Did Jim, do we have one for you? I mean, no, I don't think we do. Do we? Uh, we'll do this one. There you go, Jim. Uh, I know. I, I'm just going crazy here. Uh, Sanchez family. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. We are free at last. Says ahoy, shitbird. Well, ahoy to you too, my friend Derek. Becca. Uh, Becca. Says good morning, ass family. It's Friday Eve. Becca. Let's do this. Yes, indeed. Let us do this. Colin and Jameson. Grab his dick and twist it. Oh, my God. Oh, dick twist. <laughs> Says morning, everyone. Well, good morning to you. Uh, good morning, Jameson. Hope you're doing well, my man. Uh, why did that do that? I hate when that switches things up like that. The stars at night are big and bright. College Station, good morning to you. Gold. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Says good morning and happy sloppy Joe Thursday. Indeed, it is. I can't wait to have Joe on. Safety guy. Safe like repair, safe like replace. Uh, happy Joe Murphy Day. Joe Murphy is the real deal, unlike Millie Vanilli. Still a good song, but they sold it well enough to win a Grammy. Oh, <laughs> well, I, I just, you know, it's funny. It's uh, I, I got an email last night from a friend of mine who says, uh, just watch the Millie Vanilli thing. It's awesome. And it was on Paramount. So I watched it uh, this morning. I watched most of it this morning. And I got to tell you. 
it's sad that, that Robin Fab got all the shit for it because the guy that produced the album was in charge of everything. Robin Fab were just trying to ride it out. Until, and, and I'm thinking that, until they're, they're interviewing the one that's still alive. That's Fab. He's the black one. And uh, he goes, you know, part of me says, we deserve that Grammy. I'm like, motherfucker, no part of you deserves it. And the funniest thing that was on there was that when they released their album in Europe first in 1988, Rob and Fab were not credited at all on the album. Their names were not as backup vocalists, as musicians, nothing. And then when Arista Records brought it over here, they put their asses right there on the fucking label. Uh, A pretty interesting uh, documentary about Millie and Vanilli. Uh, Sunshine State. Sunshine State. Gorgeous. 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 This is good morning, Nation of Ass. Great music selection, Arnie. Well, you know, I, I had to have some Morris Day in there because we're getting ready for the World Series tomorrow, and I'm kind of pumped about it. Mr. J says, good morning, Ass family. Happy Joe Murphy Day. Today is my Friday, and then I'm on vacation for a week. Let's go. Yes, indeed. Good for you. You're just like Braddy Kid. There she is, or there he is, Stink Fist. Sorry about that. Uh, says, good morning, ass. Heard from my daughter, which was so nice. She's doing great and has been appointed leader of her flight squadron. She's killing it like I knew she would. That is awesome. That is awesome shit right there. Good to hear, my friend. Uh, Christine. Good morning, Arnie and Ass family. It's Thursday, and Victor turns 17 on Monday, starting to feel extremely old. Oh, you're not old. You had him when you were two, for God's sakes. Come on, now. Victor, 17, you can get into R-rated movies now, my man. Enjoy that perk. I swear, 17, 18, 19, and 20, the shittiest. 18, they try to, you know, throw some razzmatazz at you now that you can vote. But I tell you what, those are two swamp years of 19 and 20 where you can't do dick except vote, of course, and go to R-rated and X-rated movies. Got to wait for that big 21 there. Uh, Gibby! Holy Jesus. A jelly donut! Uh, Says, morning, y'all. Happy Joe Murphy Day. I'm done with the snow already. This is bullshit. Is it already snowing? I saw a picture over the pass that showed some, uh, some white stuff up there, and it was not the cocaineum. Uh, but so snow is already there. Uh, you're out. He's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, just a great guy and really uh, very, very knowledgeable. He has I a am. tremendous memory. Thank mm-hmm. you. And really enjoyed being with him. Thank yeah. you, you're out. Uh, she says, well, good morning, and boy, do I miss Bucky's. If you don't know what Bucky's is, look, if you ever come to Texas or in the South and you're driving around and you see a billboard that says Bucky's two exits away or eight miles away, stop at the Bucky's. Just stop. They got like six billion different gas gas pumps to use. Their store is bigger than the damn grocery store. the The barbecue is not bad for gas station barbecue. They got a wall of jerky, fudge, and in case you need, I don't know, like a Montana Silver State belt buckle, like you 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 just want a rodeo. They got those for sale there too. It's pretty fucking amazing. Oh girl. Buenos dias, amigo! Uh, 
I hope oh you are doing oh well oh my friend. Uh, there he is, Rhino. T-shirt time. Oh, it is actually. Yeah, it is twelve ten. Wow. It's T-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Everybody knows it's T-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their T-shirts on. Uh, he says, good morning, assholes. 45 printing and 45 printing is moving to a whole new level. Business is a booming. And we're ready to take care of all your graphic design, T-shirt, hoodie, hat, woodworking, sticker, digital design, logo innovations, etc. As always, you can reach me or Jesse Jamie for a more pleasant experience, of course. 4T5 Printing or Google, Facebook, Twitter, 4T5Printing.com. Call, text, Ryan, 815-530-9148. Jamie, 815-530-9179. Have a great show, Big A. Today's shirt, amazing shirt today. Um... I knew I had to have this because it has Stone Cold Steve Austin is the greatest wrestler to ever wrestle, and he's my number two wrestler of all time. Bruiser Brody is my all-time favorite wrestler. I'm just going to tell you right now, not Avon Eric, Bruiser Brody. So nice to me, and he, he was awesome. But there was one wrestler who I hated more than anything, and that was the great Kabuki. And I'll never forget when the great Kabuki blew his green mist in, 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 in Bruiser Brody's eyes, and Bruiser Brody couldn't see his baby anymore. Well, there's a picture that has Bruiser Brody, and it's got Kabuki in a headlock. And then in the back of the tag match, there's Killer Tim Brooks, and it says MMA Japan. Shit, this thing probably happened in goddamn Sportatorium, this match. I probably saw this match. Fucking awesome. 45printing.com. Check them out because they are the truth says, good morning from Disneyland, ass family. I'm here for a short time this morning as Mrs. Trash Panda is in need of a little more time to sleep, and I'm ready to get our last day of eating like garbage and churros comes to an end for a little while. It's been a great time, but I need some ass. Have a great day, family. Hey, have one of them corny dogs for me there because they have pretty good corn dogs. I got to say, I, I mean, they ain't Fletcher's, but Fletcher's is Fletcher's. Stinkfist says the dude was locked up in a mental facility but had a gun. But it's a gun issue, not a mental health issue. There's so much, there's so many layers to all this, Stink Fist. It, it, this whole thing. You're not going to stop people from getting guns in a, in a country, and we're not going to take people's guns away. And I'm not even going to address t- taking people's guns away because that's un American. Okay? What we need to do is start really fucking punishing these people. Because people need examples. They, 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 need, they need to see what happens when you fuck around. Well, you find out. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, let's see. Uh, that's an Arnie-sized hurricane. Yes, 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 it is. Uh, Cowboys girl. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Says good morning, ass family. You know, Elvis had fun in El Capoco. Yes, he did. He had fun. Elvis had fun everywhere he went. You climate change denier, that's me, uh, Fred. Why can't car seats fit in the back of a Mustang? Because men can't have kids with other men. Says good morning, y'all. College Station looks like uh, Bad Show is on vacation again, too. Who cares? Uh, Kale in the house. How are you, my friend? I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. 
Uh, so Stink, if he was uh, a n- in the nut house, wouldn't pretty much preclude him from owning a firearm. So neither he stole the gun or the system in place didn't do its job. Therefore, new laws wouldn't have stopped this. Here's the deal. I believe that he was some sort of, of weapons instructor while he was in the reserves. And the one thing that I know about gun owners, and, and I, don't, I don't hold this against gun owners because I think it's your right. I don't think that you should have to register your guns. I think that's just ludicrous and preposterous. And it's just more galvanizing and shows, you know, because I saw what happened after Hurricane Katrina when they declared martial law and they showed up and they confiscated people's guns. Well, a lot of people saw that. And you see, a lot of people have a lot of guns registered, but then they have some guns that aren't registered. And I'm betting that if this guy is a gun guy, which it sounds like if he is teaching that, uh, he's probably a gun guy, and he probably has a few unregistered arms. I'm just saying. That, that, that's all I'm saying. Uh, XX Force, I'm still working on your thing. You, you got to tell me what you, what, what you like so I can get a, a, a decent walk-up for you. Uh, buenos dias to you. Uh did she pop that thing out? It must have destroyed her coochie even more than it already was. Paris's kid looks like a light bulb. That baby slid out easy. Paris Hilton to a baby proves the earth isn't flat because if it were, whatever side of the earth that kid would tilt down like a teeter-totter. Indeed, that kid would. That thing is huge. He is Mr. Megamind. Well, I uh, Straight Fire says, happy turd day ass. I'm so happy to be here. Zach texting in says, good morning, Arnie and crew. Are you hyped for the national anthem? Oh, don't get me started on the national anthem shit until Joe Murphy gets here. I am not happy about the World Series right now. I'm happy my team's in it. I'm happy my team is hopefully going to win it. I am not happy with what Major League Baseball has done. Why? Why? Because they are a bunch of dumb fucks. That's why. Uh, Douglas. Screw your freedom. Just good morning, ass family. Good morning to you, Douglas. So BK is going to guest on the show this week. Who? So BK is going to guest on. I don't know who what you're talking about. On hold for 30 minutes and counting with uh, Mohila Federal Student Aid. They have decided since we have deferred payments with Sally May to our son's army enlistment deployment to Qatar, Cutter. And the fact after his first term is up in the arm, be paid his loan in full, they will give us shit. Uh, because, you know, why not harass our soldiers while they're stationed overseas, risking their lives, submissions in areas we totally aren't shh, and give pink-haired demons everything? Fuck Joe Biden. Go Kings. All right. Oh, wow. All right. I, I, I can do that one for you. Can't even buy tobacco anymore 21. Oh, that's right. That's right. They moved that to 21. I forgot. Only perk about being 18 is buying porn. And who buys porn anymore? I mean, does any do you think kids tell the truth when it says, are you 18 to look at this website? Yes, I am. Victor will be playing with guns at 19 and 20 because he'll be in the Marines. That a boy. Uh, finally picked up. I'll be back. Uh, v. Coop says, Arn Anderson's belt buckle is the television title. Swoosh in the house. Says, morning, ass family. Mr. J says, this show has a has hit an all-time low picking on a baby, but I did hear NASA is checking into classifying that the baby's head is the new ninth planet. I will not let you degenerates go to hell alone. Thank you. 
Uh, the old smoke screen. Give them your guns. Beaver nuggets are the bomb. Beaver nuggets are pretty damn good. I got to say, those aren't too bad. Hey, Cowboy. Hey, sassy Pammy. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous, are you? Yep. Now, I got sent a story yesterday by a few people, and it's very, very confusing. I'm very confused with this story. I had the story, but I'm, I'm so confused at this. Maybe y'all can help me. Yesterday, a man that this show hates intensely, intensely hates this fucking idiot right here. Clean and sober is one of the biggest damn mistakes this country's ever made. I know it's a hold-your-hand idealistic point of view that somehow magically, I mean, God bless some of you. I, if you're like me, I've been known to have a glass of wine at night watching some of the nightly news. Uh, we all need to self-medicate periodically. Piss out of a boot. A genuine troglodyte is too dumb to pour piss out of a boot. A genuine troglodyte. That's a, I, I got to record that. Hold on a second here. I, I need that, that sound effect in, in my machine. I have to be quiet. That boy is too dumb to pour God piss damn out of a boot. A genuine... That boy is too dumb Fuck, to I pour missed piss it again. out of a boot. Is too d- that boy is too dumb to pour piss out of a boot. A genuine troglodyte. There you go. I did all that just for the uh, just for the sound effect, by the way. Um, real quick, uh, as I send this to myself, can anybody please explain to me why Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, is meeting with President Z in China? Anybody? Because, I mean, he's not running for president, remember? He's not, he's not, oh, I'm not going to be on the ticket in 2024. Even though he has a debate set up with Ron DeSantis <clears throat> coming up in November. He just went to Israel to go look and see what's happening over in Israel. And it, what's happening is bad shit is happening in Israel. That's what's happening in Israel. And now he shows up in, in communist China. Meeting with the president for what known reason? Anybody? 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 I'm I'm very I'm very confused. I, I'll I'll get more into the story. I still got some more good mornings to say. Um, Chaz man in the house. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. Good morning, Ash family. No Joe Murphy sighting yesterday. I hope he was able to help some people. Let's go uh, get this Friday Eve off to the greatest start with Dr. States and Joe Murphy. Have a spectacular day, everyone. Thank you. Thank you so uh, very much. Red and white. I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers of all time. Yeah, there you go. Uh, He says Newsom's making deals with the devil. Ogre says, I'm sure the official line is economic reasons. Governors do that. Oh, Brady Kid equals Brady Kid. Okay. Well, but here's the thing. Do they really? Like, when was the last time the the governor of Oklahoma went and talked to the president of China? Hell, when was the last time Governor Wheels went to go talk to the governor of China? 
By the way, this was a surprise to everyone, as it's written. Uh, he had a surprise meeting with Chinese leader Z. Uh, a trip blasted online for its apparent focus on climate change and fentanyl as relations between the U.S. and China have become tense of late. Of late? We've been tense with China for the last, I don't know, three years since Joe Biden's been here? Very interesting stuff. I'm very, I, I, I'm honestly very confused. Mage! Round here, we speak American, okay, but says good morning, ass and AIG. Some mass shootings equal more sales for my industry. I know it sounds heartless, but when Dems go into office or there's shootings, we get more money. Also, to answer your question, if you have an older gun or rifle, they don't write these serial numbers down. I have stuff for my dad that was bought in the 70s, 80s, and no one knows about it. See? So they can pass all these laws they want about new guns and things like that. But if you've got guns from back in that area, well, you can do this. By the way, there's no stopping it. I'm sorry to tell you there's no stop unless you, you want fucking regular people armed, and I'm okay with that. I mean, it does. Look, I have to tell the truth here. Last week I went out trying to make some sales to some gun stores. And every gun store, and I don't know why it, was, it, it caught me off guard, but everybody that was in the gun store was strapped, including patrons. And I was thinking to myself, well, okay. It's still weird to see. It's weird to see when somebody's got it, you know, clipped on the inside of their jeans or whatever. It's just very strange. But, hey, you have the right to do it. I'm not questioning your right to do it. I I enjoy the fact that you have the right to do it because you're probably going to protect me from somebody who's bad. Uh, let's see, uh, he's still looking for the $2 billion worth of N95 masks he purchased in 2020. Bullshit, he is running and people better wake up. Well, that was the, uh, that was the consensus that I had. Look, you don't make this many trips. You don't, uh, he is not paying any attention to his state. And I have a story about how his state is committing trademark infringement. And I will be alerting the University of Texas about it. And if you think I'm kidding, I'm not. But we'll get to that in just a little bit. Gavin Newsom is by far the most dangerous politician I've ever seen in all my years. That includes Bill Clinton. I'm going to tell you, I believe the, the skeletons in Gavin Newsom's closet will fucking give you nightmares. Oh, I'm going to tell you right now, if he's ever in front of a Senate subcommittee, if anybody's alive that he ever dealt with in the past, and they come forward, oh, Lord. He's running all this saying climate change, climate change, climate change, climate change, climate change. Here's the problem, Gavin. Americans are starting to wake up a little bit. They're starting to wake up to this whole climate change thing. And by the way, I I can't blame Americans for not waking up to it sooner. But, I mean, honestly, I did that story about the hurricane this morning to prove a point. They had no idea 
No idea. And and they are flying these fucking hair what what they call hurricane uh, breakers. They fly these planes through the middle of hurricanes. And these people have scientific shit. They got computers on there and all kinds of bells and whistles and gadgets and horns. And they couldn't predict an hour out that this was going to turn from a Category 1 to a Category 5. That's quite a jump, by the way. As a fan of meteorology, I know. I know I like the party, but uh, that's quite a jump in one hour. You have no time to alert people. You can tell them, hey, there's going to be a storm. Winds are going to be about 60, 70 miles an hour. No, when the winds are 180 miles an hour, that's a whole different ballgame. Our governor right now is in Australia or New Zealand for trade shit. What are you going to be doing? What are y'all trading, chilies? Are y'all trading chilies or meth? I don't understand why our governors have to go and work with the rest of the world. How about you focus on your state or maybe working with other states? Hey, how about pass a law that says you can buy insurance in different states? I know that'd be wacky, wouldn't it? California is going to sell all its migrants and homeless to China. He says climate change. He needs to partner with China to work on that. So he says, I think he's cutting some sort of deal or something. Oh, absolutely. Whatever next virus comes in, he's already got whatever fucking is going to not block it. Possibly buy more masks from after they release the new COVID variant. He wants to be the manager of America, so he has to go meet the owner. <laughs> Uh, Paris's new baby was confirmed that his head was a Chinese spy balloon. China held Gavin for ransom. They ended up paying us to take him back. I was under the impression that state reps, unless given the authority by the federal government, are not supposed to be dealing with foreign leaders. 16 rounds of 9mm under my flannel shirt right now. That's what I like to hear, Triple T. Nope, ghost guns are guns with no serial numbers. Everything I have has serial numbers, just that 30 years ago, nobody cared about writing them down. Okay. Uh, Just the fact that he slept with his best friend's wife should let you know the morals of this guy. Yeah, that is true. I have issues with spare mag printing. G46, I don't know. You guys have your gun talk. I'm done when it comes to that. One of those planes crashed. It flew into his forehead of Phoenix Hilton. I thought you did the hurricane story to bitch that there's a Hurricane Otis, but no Hurricane Arnie. Oh, that look, I I saved that one for the beginning of the year when the names come out. I I, I don't mind Hurricane Otis is all right. That one's okay. It reminds me of Otis the Drunk from the Andy Griffin Show. Uh, governors deal with other countries to invest in their states, local companies, etc. That actually is helping their states and creating jobs. Now, what Gavin is doing, hopefully, uh, hopeful nation leadership, hopeful shit, and I don't trust an ounce of it. Uh, but for normal situations, okay, it's quite common. All right, that's cool. That is cool. All right, but I still don't like it. Well, and and by the way, so he met with President Z yesterday, and. That wasn't the only thing he did. He, he decided to take a ride in a car. 
Well, not just any car. No, no, no. He was promoting a brand new electric vehicle in China that costs a hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Um, it looks like it's an SUV of some sort. Uh. He traveled to Shenzhen, test drove a hybrid vehicle manufactured by BYD Company, a massive Chinese corporation, an auto worker. Uh, I don't know if I want to buy a car from China. I mean, I, I, I've gotten something from Wish, and I didn't really care for it. Them in a car, I don't know. And it's $160,000? Do they just not want, look, is it the fact of the matter is they don't want people traveling in cars? They want to take that freedom away too? They want you all on mass transit so they can keep an eye on you? Because I'm thinking if EVs go to $160,000 and in California, I wonder if he's going to open up a fucking his own dealership of Chinese EVs. I'm betting them motherfuckers are in the shop all the time. Mm-hmm. If Governor Meals met with Switzerland to locate some high-tech company in Killeen and, and create a 1,000 jobs, you bet your ass it's a good thing. Oh, okay. I get it. Hey, I get it. I get it now, Ogre. But when he does it, though, see, the, it doesn't pass the smell test for me with Gavin Newsom. Meeting with Z. It just doesn't. He's riding around in an electric car that costs $160,000 American. What's that, like four yen? I don't care for it. I just don't. I, it, sorry. I just, I, I don't like it. It scares me. It scares me anytime these non-presidents, if you will, meet with the leaders of China. I'll, I'll say, I, I, I won't hold back. Anybody that meets with China scares me. We know that China is not being genuine with us, and they haven't been genuine with us for a long time. They don't like us. They don't like the the tariffs and all the shit we put on them before. And if you don't think the Chinese government knew about the Wuhan lab, y'all need to wake up. Aldo Jr., wow, I haven't seen that name in forever. Says, good morning, Arnie. Haven't listened in a while. Apologies for that. Looking forward to a great show today. Aldo, you're going to get it, my friend. Perhaps Gavin is getting a mentorship on leading from Z. Keep those people in place. Well, I let them shit on the middle of the city. Well, you can't let them do that. Hey, I'm, I'm just going to tell you right now. I bet you. I don't know if his wife went with him or, or who went with him, but I bet you he had all kind of Chinese hookers. He had some fucking China white that was made right there for him just waiting. Oh, you don't, th- you don't think he had about five or six fucking, like, geisha-type girl? I don't know if that's Japanese or Chinese, whatever. You don't think that he was getting pleasured? Shit. Shit. Chinese EVs are just wind-up toys. 
Gavin's getting some lady boys. Perhaps Gavin is getting a <laughs> some lady boy. He didn't go to Thailand. Maybe he ordered that. Maybe that was takeout for him there. Chuck! I'm Chuck. He's something, isn't he? He really is. Good morning, ass family. Happy Icy Tahoe Thursday. Uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy Day. Have a great day, St. Dr. Arnie. And all of the ass family will write back at you. So there's stupidness. And then there's extreme stupidity. Why is the phone that loud? Uh, yes, good morning. Is this Mage? This is Mage. Hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Oh, I got a couple more days until I'm back uh, to America. Yeah, are you having a good time? Have you picked anything up in Japan? Have you learned any new Taekwondo or Chinese throwing star shit? <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on, man. Um, you, you didn't snatch a pebble from nobody's hand? Uh, no. Damn I it. did squash somebody's cricket in their hand, though. Oh, nice. <laughs> but uh, what I was uh, calling you about is, uh, so what a lot of companies do now, you know how uh, you're talking about the tariff thing? Mm-hmm. So what they do is uh, uh, they'll buy their stuff from China, but they ship it to Japan or the Philippines or Guam or something, some other country, and it will sit there for a day, and then they ship it from that country so they don't have to pay the tariff. Ah, very interesting. Is that the ancient Chinese secret you're not supposed to tell people about? Nah, they, they, people know. And the thing is, people like Gavin Newsom, you know, like California and Texas, they have like, you know, like their economy is like the size of like four or five European countries. Sure. Oh, yeah. That they go to, they go to places like that. The last time I was in China, they had a these EV cars there that, I mean, if you're in a big city, it's, you know, it's something I think would work. If you're in like Texas or like Colorado, like me, it, it wouldn't be functional because, you know, there's so much distance, but mm -hmm. they have these cars where the whole underside, like underneath the, like the driver passenger part, you, you click four little locks and the bottom goes down and the whole bottom of the car like comes out like a tray and that was the battery and they had all these stations in town where they just removed that whole tray and they add another tray of full batteries mm. and then you just drive away so to charge your car takes like 10 or 15 minutes just to swap the tray out now see if they were to do something like that here i could get behind that i, I could understand that rather than taking eight nine hours to do that but I, I'm, and they, they plug it. They, they plug in when you get home. Sure. But like when you're in the city, and, and it's for big cities. And the funny thing is, when uh, the city I go to is called Nantung, and they're like, "Yeah, this is a medium to small size city." And I was like, "Well, how many people live here?" Like eight million. <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, that's like the whole Midwest." Yeah, no shit. Like, <laughs> like and it's in the one city. So I mean that that kind of thing I understand, but like you know here like you know it takes me like an hour to drive to Denver. You right. know like I can't have a battery car powered car for that shit, or it snows here. You know. <laughs> I mean I mean like battery powered cars would work if you if you worked and lived like in New York City. You know uh, yeah, I, I mean Atlanta, I mean New York City or Chicago something like that. But but. 
to mandate it, I, and I, I think we're far away from mandating it, but it will be ended up mandated or somebody's going to try to mandate it. I, I just yeah, I I mean, still don't still, like it. We used to live in California. You know, uh, if you live in Lassen or Shasta, uh, Redding, you know, like if you if you're if you're like uh, in Yakaya or Will, like all those little tiny towns that are a hundred miles away from anything, mm-hmm. you don't need an electric car. No, no, yeah, no, you don't need that because you don't want to have to charge it for ninety seven hours. Jesus. No. So what else is going on in Japan? Anything cool? Do you go to any baseball games? Any any, any uh, sumo matches? You know, I've been just working so much and uh, yelling at people in Japanese. Okay. Uh, All right. I did. I did get to fire a guy, so that was pretty awesome. That's awesome. Now, now, when you when you speak Japanese, do you accentuate like they do in the movies? Onichiwa. No. Oh, you don't. Fuck. See, you're missing no. out. You're missing out. See, you could I, have some fun. When I, when I first got to town, this was awesome. They um, there was a guy at the factory who didn't know who I was. And Uh-oh. I was doing like a team meeting and I was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do this and this and this and this. And the guy goes, Hey, you're not my boss. I don't know who you are. So I'm not going to listen to you. Oh, Oh, Holy shit. I mean, I mean, so that's where I, you did. You, you took your shirt off and you wiped your nose like Bruce Lee and whooped his ass. huh? So I pulled out hit my phone and I, called the 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 plant manager who was on vacation Mm -hmm. and the thing about japan you always call everybody by their last name so i called him and i called him by his first name Mm. which denotes that i'm like a higher ranked position than he is okay all right i like it i like you're putting him in his place already and so this is in front of everybody and i go hey um uh so this guy said he's not gonna do um what I told him to do because he doesn't know who I am, and he's on speakerphone. Mm-hmm. And the plant manager goes, "Let me guess, it's so and so person." And I was like, oh, "I don't know his name." I was like, "Hey, speak up. What's your name?" The guy says it. The plant manager goes, "Hey, how about this? How about uh, you go home today, and when I get back in two days, we'll talk about it." So the guy goes, "Okay," clocks out and leaves. And two days later, the plant manager comes back, and uh, in the morning, I go to the plant. And the, the, the plant manager standing there with a box. And I was like, what's that? He goes, oh, when he shows up, this is all his crap. And here's his uh, final uh, pay. Whoa. Uh, I'm just going to hand it to him. And uh, I'm going to tell him to get the fuck off the property. Wow. You got the old. Paya. I mean, that, that paya the shit out of him. Kapuya, kapuya. That is yeah, awesome. So it, was pretty, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, I don't want to keep you too much longer. When are you going to China? Uh, it's hard to get there because of all the restrictions. Oh, sure, you sure. Have to, you have to stay in quarantine for 22 days, I think. Fuck that. Before, Jesus. Before you can do anything. So all right. my boss doesn't want to send me there. I, I, I don't blame him. I mean, it, it, other ways we can get that ballistic knife, but whatever. Hey, the hat, the, the, the hat's all I'm worried about right now. And you getting home safe. You get home safe so you can coach some football games, my friend. Yeah. Well, uh, have a good day, man. All right, buddy. Uh, Mage calling us all the way from the land of the rising sun. Konnichiwa. What's his name? Wang. We need wireless charging roads. Then I might get behind it. That's not a bad idea. The print manager. (laughs) Hey, Wang. 
This is a restricted plant, so don't tell them you're Jewish. Um, all right, speaking of Jewish. Oh, the stupidity grows and grows and grows and grows around this whole thing that's happening in Israel. <laughs> the leader of the LGBTQ group at Columbia University. Now, Columbia is what we call an Ivy League school. Columbia is one of the more, what word am I looking for here? A prestigious universities. Yes, it's a blue blood institution. You know, where real smart people are supposed to go. Well, the leader of the alphabet cult group at Columbia University is excluding any supporters of Israel from an upcoming black lesbian film event. It's free Palestine over here. Zionists aren't invited. See you soon. Leon Les read the promotion of Friday night showing two flicks, including one called Shakedown, which chronicles explicit performances in an underground lesbian club in L.A. So they're going to be showing off movies, black lesbian movies, Rafiki and Shakedown, both from 2028. Um... First of all, first of all, stupids, do we have to go over this again? The Palestinians and Hamas don't like your kind. First of all, you're women, so they would rather fuck a goat. Secondly, you're gay. They will fucking kill you for it. That's right. They will kill you for it. And if they were to see a movie that you're showing like this, oh, my God, they would probably kill your family for it. And real quick, you're not letting any Jews in. If these movies were made anywhere near Hollywood, guess what? Some Jews had their hands in making them. I'm just telling you. A movie doesn't get made without a little sprinkle of Jew salt on it. And I don't say that to be mean to the Jewish people. The Jewish people run the entertainment industry. And here you are showing off movies, not inviting Israeliites to the movie. I swear to God, these kids have to be taking dumb pills. Literal dumb pills. Here, here's a great example. Great example. Last night, so, uh, so we, we, we're in charge of Roscoe right now. We got them because uh, the, 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 the Spawn in 2.0 took their little vacation to Vegas so he can drive a race car. Whatever. And they, 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 they left this morning. They come back Monday morning. And he's going to drive right to work because he lives close, right? Well, he's going to leave his car here, which I guess that was gone over without me because otherwise I would say fucking kick bricks, but whatever. So he parked his car here, which will probably end up having my urine on there at some point. Um, 
but he wanted to take his keys. I didn't get to see this. I was, I'm not privy to a lot of the cool stuff because I just walk away when he walks in because I just can't stand him. He wanted to take his keys. Like, why are you taking your keys, dummy? You're going to take your keys, you're going to leave them at home, and then you're going to come home, and you're going to have to go home, and you're going to have to come back and get that? Are you that stupid? Are you that stupid? And the answer is yes. But that's, that, that, that's this entire age group now. They're just that stupid. Unbelievably stupid. <sighs> Liberty, guns, Bible, Trump. That's LGBT right there. Um, lesbians got big titty. Black lesbian movies, so Wanda Sykes and Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Wait, I can't we'll watch colored gal lesbo porn at the quad at Columbia? No, you can't. Not if you're Jewish. Special K, not the pink-haired ones I see around here. They, them are more part of the IBTC. <laughs> the Itty Bitty Titty Committee. Jesse Jamie! Uh, good morning to you. Says good morning all. Happy vacay, Braddy Kid. Now for the important stuff. I have a rock coming from Iraq and Qatar, and I have one from South Korea too. However, I need a rock from Japan for my collection mage. Uh, it can be sent standard. Just let me know when you're ready for my address. There you go. There you go. Can you get a rock from Japan? Uh, is this his new car? Yes. Yes, this is his new car. Good Lord Almighty. We don't want any Zionists at our movie night. We want to enjoy black lesbians doing black lesbian things without the without a hint of Israelism here. Made your boss sounds great. Made says yes. Uh, you would steer a lock from Japan, you lobber. <laughs> By the way, just uh, just a real quick update, uh, I, because nobody's paying attention. Uh, more airstrikes have happened uh, against Americans. Yeah, that's right. More airstrikes. More more uh, more drones are striking towards Americans. Um, but we're, we're, we're just saying, hey, Israel, take your time and getting your plan together. We don't want any innocent civilians, even though there's no innocent civilians there. <laughs> Bikoop says, Jesse Jamie, you can get all the Middle Eastern rocks you want if you go over there and tell them you're a lesbian. Uh, he was told to park it on the street. Not sure why it's in the driveway. Well, we got the keys. The keys are here. Uh, <laughs> I'll have to pass on that one, V Coop. All right. Uh, so, yes. Uh, now, I have a real problem with this next story, this last story, because we got to get to Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, because we have a lot of sports to talk about. Certain members of the San Francisco City Council, I believe, are getting together. And they want a, they want a new ad campaign to save San Francisco. Because San Francisco recently saw uh, uh, their businesses, uh, the, the, their business, their, their office space is only at like 32%, you know, occupied. Well, Advanced San Francisco... A non-profit company, which means they're trying to do something to get a profit, um, 
said in a press release it aimed to assert San Francisco's role as an innovative and thriving hub for business and the arts and to tout the city as one of the greatest in the world with the new statement, it all starts here. Now, wait a second. It all starts here? It also addresses what describes as the negative nationwide narrative about the city. Oh, you mean like people defecating in the streets, shooting up, robbing stores, causing businesses to close down? That's the narrative, or is that the truth? How about this truth? The truth is that you stole your fucking ad campaign. It all starts here? Hmm. I've been hearing that for quite a few years now. Get your bachelor's degree. Get your master's. Or get your PhD. But most of all, listen up. Get your horns up. Hook them, baby. What starts here changes the world. You're stealing from us. That's too close, man. You can't have that. The University of Texas has used what starts here has changed the world for the last 20 years. You can't have it. No. And you know what, San Francisco? I'm going to need you to paint that bridge a little darker color red because you don't deserve a burnt orange bridge in your fucking city. Sorry. I prefer the slogan to be, when you leave, you won't be full of shit because you can drop it anywhere here. (laughs) San Francisco, no need for public bathrooms. The public is a bathroom. It all starts here. It's on billboards, posters, digital, other forms of media. See, it's only 8 o'clock there. I don't don't think City Hall's open yet. I'm going to be like, hey, motherfuckers, y'all are stealing. I don't know who to contact at the University of Texas, but I will be contacting somebody because this is copyright infringement. This is trademark infringement right here. I'd prefer the new slogan to be, oh, I read that already. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Fucking people, I swear to God. San Francisco, bounce back. (laughs) Good fucking luck. I was asked by somebody, what would it take for San Francisco to be fixed? And I played along because this is my answer. I don't care. I don't care. And the reason why I don't care is because the people who live there don't really care. Those people didn't fight to save their city. Those people didn't fight to save everything from the, you know, look, I know that money is the root of all evil and money runs everything. But when all the dot-comers and all the tech billionaires moved to San Francisco and started buying everything up, you should have saw the problem back then, and you didn't. You just slurped up the money. Well, what did that do? That caused all this problem of homelessness because now people couldn't afford to live in their homes. Keep in mind, Austin is a sister city of San Francisco. They probably don't mind. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm hoping the university minds, but you're probably right, Oak. 
Uh, I saw in an article yesterday, it wasn't interesting enough to make a, a full story for the show, but I will tell you, a lot of the tech millionaires that, that were in San Francisco are opting out. Now, you'll never believe why. It's because of all the trash, the shit, and the crime in the city. Isn't that weird? Isn't that strange? Isn't that peculiar that something like that's happening? And they're moving to London. So now, when they move out, their homes are going to be for sale. Their apartments, their condos, all that's going to be for sale. Nobody's going to be able to afford it. They're going to take massive losses on it. So instead of taking a massive loss on it, what are they going to do? They're going to hold on to it, which means nothing will get fixed. And the people of San Francisco and the people of Austin who have done this, Austin has shot themselves in the fucking face. Austin has tried to grow up to be a top five city in the state or a top two city in the state of Texas, and there's no infrastructure in place. There's not enough law in place. The area on on the map is gigantic, and you can't build roads fast enough. Traffic is a nightmare in, in Austin. Crime is a nightmare in Austin. Playing the Longhorns like BYU are tomorrow will be a complete nightmare for them because the Longhorns are going to whip that fucking Mormon ass. But we'll talk about that here in a second. And people who live in Austin let it happen. People in other parts of the state say, no, 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 no. We don't want to Austin this up. Stay the fuck out. I can't wait for that leaning deluxe apartment skyscraper to collapse and put cherry on top of the shit Sunday that is San Francisco, right? Can I get a surprise? I, I, I know, right? I mean, to, to hear that, that, that there's no fixing it. Surprise, surprise, surprise. It's maddening. It, it's just maddening. And, and they're going to continue to do it because these people are rich and they're guilty. By the way, I'm going to, you know what? I have to go off on something. That's where I, I got to write it down. Go off on movie review. Um, I haven't gone off in a while. So after the Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, uh, get, get ready for some classic Angry Arnie because Angry Arnie is in the house and Angry Arnie is tired of the subject. But you'll have to wait until after Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, who, by the way, is next. The old man was covered with tattoos and scars. He got some in prison and others in bars. The rest he got working on old junk cars in the daytime. They look like tombstones in our yard, and I never seen him when he wasn't tired of me. He sold used parts to make ends meet. Covered with grease from his head to his feet. Cussing the sweat in the Texas heat. And mosquitoes. And the neighbors said we live like hicks, but they brung their cars for Paul to fix anyhow. He was veteran proud, tried and true. He'd fought till his heart was black and blue. Didn't know how he'd made it through the hard times. He'd bought our house on a GI Bill, but it wasn't worth all he had to kill to get it. He drank pearl in a can and Jack Daniels black. Chewed tobacco from a mail pouch sack. Had an old dog that was trained to attack sometimes. 
He'd get drunk and mean as a rattlesnake, and there wasn't too much that he would take from a stranger. Now we're 13 kids and a bunch of dogs, a house full of chickens and a yard full of hogs. I spent the summertime cutting up logs for the winter. Trying like the devil to find the Lord, working like a nigger for my room and board. Coal burning stove, no natural gas. If that ain't country, I'll kiss your ass. That ain't country, it'll hair lift the Pope. If that ain't country, it's a damn good joke. I've seen the grand old Opry, and I've met Johnny Cash. If that ain't country, I'll kiss your ass. sells eggs at a grocery store my oldest sister is a first-rate whore dad says she can't come home anymore he means it Ma just sits and keeps her silence sister she left cause dad got violent and he knows it mama she's old far beyond her time from chopping the back and i seen her crying when blood started flowing from her calloused hand and it hurt me She'd just keep working trying to help the old man to the end of one row and back again like always. She's been through hell since Junior went to jail. When the lights go out, she ain't never failed to get down on her knees and pray because she loves him. Told all the neighbors he was off in the war fighting for freedom. He's good to the core and she's proud. Our place was a graveyard for automobiles. At the end of the porch, there was four stacks of wheels and tires for sale for a dollar or two. Cash. There was 50 holes in the old tin roof. Me and my family was living proof. People who forgot about poor white trash. And if that ain't country, I'll kiss your ass. If that ain't country, it'll hardly be pulled. Yo 
is the Orange Stage Show, also known as X. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Alright, welcome back to the big show here on a Thursday. Glad that you're here. If you're worried, did I miss Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy? No. No, you did not miss Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. You missed Mage calling from Japan. I mean, we had an intercontinental call. This show is worldwide, motherfucker. Pitbull ain't got nothing on me. I am truly Mr. Worldwide. Chuck says, got to go teach these kids. Can't wait for the drive home to catch Lake Tahoe Joe and Angry Arnie. Oh. And 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 poor bratty kid. I got I got to say, sorry, bratty kid. She saw a little bit of the, the fire come out yesterday because I was telling her this story about what somebody wrote on one. And I usually don't care what people write. And I'll tell you how I, 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 I handled everything. But it's just so, it, we, we've gotten so ludicrous. But before we can get any more ludicrous, we have to call Captain Ludicrous himself, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. It's ringing. Kick ass. Hello. Joe Murphy. This is he. How are you, my friend? I'm a little tired. Yeah, well, we, were you late night last night? Late night with the uh, sex business? Well, no, I was scheduled to uh, go with several governors to a biotech lab in China, in oh, Wuhan. Okay. <laughs> we, were, we were scheduled to go check out this biotech lab over there. But then when I heard about the shooting, mm-hmm. I stayed home. I stayed in America. I said, you know, I'm not going to go with Gavin Newsom. He's just going over there for some new hair gel that they got. Right. He, it, it, he's it, right. It, it's so illegal. I stayed home to help the people of Maine. Hold on one second, Arnie. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Are you okay? That problem, are you, are you that all problem's right? over. That problem's done. Okay. okay. <laughs> all right. Wow. Joe Murphy has solved the main problem. I just saw the main problem. The main problem of Maine. Yeah, yeah. I just, it took me two shots. I grazed him on the first one. I got him on the second. So we're good. Boy, All right. A, that, I'm, that, I feel good now. I'm a little rested up now, but I'm a little tired. How are you doing, buddy? I, I, I am I am on pins and needles because we are on the eve of greatness. I got to tell you, Joe, I haven't been this happy in a long time with my Rangers in the World Series. I am very, very pumped about this. But I, I know you are. The Rangers in the World Series. And I need you to return the Book of Mormon I lent you. <laughs> I, 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 I already had one, Joe. I was- okay. Well, then I have to look for it. I lost mine because of the big BYU game coming up. Yeah. Um, and, but the Rangers, I'm super stoked for the Rangers, and I hope you saw my Facebook, you know, because I know I your dad loved the Rangers, and he's the reason you love baseball, yep. and you love the Rangers. And I said, my mom used to, my mom is also in heaven, and yep. instead of her, she calls it her heaven-layered bean dip. I got it. I got it. And, I, and you yeah. know what? The two of them are having a grand time listening oh, to us right now. Yeah, they are tailgating like you don't even know. So yeah. I got to ask you, Joe, you've been now, now, I want to ask this question. Um, which team, the Diamondbacks or the Rangers, 
Which team do you think blew their wad with the championship series? Because one of these, te- I, I don't think this is going to be a close you mean, series. You mean somebody, somebody gave it all and they're and they're tuckered out now? Yeah. I don't know. You know, it's so tough because you know baseball, 162 games. Then you go to and if and if you go to playoffs, if you got the wild card, it's just like does this thing ever end? Right. You know, it's like you're playing baseball forever. So they both are tired. They both got to be tired. But I mean, but the Diamondbacks, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to root, and I think we know why. I'm totally going to root for the Rangers. I am. Even though I'm a National League guy, I'm still going to root for the Rangers because I like them. I like, well, I like you. You know, you, yeah, you're, I appreciate you're, that. I like number you. Number four on my list of, of podcasters that I like. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I know that Chris Payne is ahead of me, and I'm trying to catch up. He is a podcast. Oh no, he does, but he has like three listeners. I'm one of them. Um, but you know, it's like Sheldon Cooper said. That's my third favorite uh, uh, per, uh, pink drink. Pepto uh, Bismol, uh, <laughs> Strawberry Quick. <laughs> You're my third best podcaster. No, I'm going to be totally with the Rangers. I think they're both tired. That's what baseball is all about. I mean, you're you're at the end. I mean, these guys are tired. I mean, they're ready to go on the, to the on vacation. Who's got the nutsack to stick around and still fucking stay focused? You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I'm hoping it's the Rangers. I'm hoping the Rangers are the ones to stick around, and we're gonna get we're gonna get uh, the first first couple in uh, in Arlington. Are we not? Uh, yes, the uh, the first two games, um, they already have the pitchers uh, picked out. This is pretty interesting. Nate Evaldi, the Rangers all-star pitcher, who was uh, 2-0 and in the, uh, the championship series with a 2.42 ERA, is taking on Arizona Diamondbacks uh, pitcher, what's this kid's name, Zach Galen, who was 0-2. <laughs> In the, now it's not a good sign or bad. Well, Somebody, somebody's going to be, and when it's all over, well, not necessarily because we know how winning pitchers, losing pitchers goes, how it depends on how many innings, who's on mm-hmm. base. But uh, almost uh, somebody's going to be like uh, two, one and two or two and one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this guy who's pitching for Arizona gave up nine runs on 14 hits, five home runs over 11 innings against the Phillies. And I believe the Rangers are a better offense than the Phillies. They are. The Rangers, you know, they've been hitting the ball well. You know, they've been, they, and that's wow. what got them. I mean, they look good. They look good at the plate. Uh, they look confident. Um, they look really confident. What I don't like is, what, what, she or her, who's singing the national anthem? Oh, don't, don't get me started. On, wait, we're we're going to get to that here in a second. Let's, let, let's yeah. do game play I'm first. I'm going to do the little girl again, too, nah, but we'll nah, get nah, to nah, that. Nah, we'll get to that. Um, I, I, I wanted to ask you this also. Um, after game five, I thought it was over. I, I've never, I, I haven't had a loss. Like, like I, I was thinking about the biggest losses my teams have suffered in my lifetime. The first college football game I ever went to was a Cotton Bowl game, and if the Longhorns won, they won the national title, but there was a guy named Joe Montana who played for Notre Dame who led the Irish back in the second half and beat the Longhorns. I could have been at a national title game my first game, but no. I watched Jackie Smith drop a touchdown in the end zone against your beloved Steelers. That was horrible. 
Um, the Rangers losing in 2011 by being one strike away, those were horrible. But the two worst losses in my life happened with Dwight Clark and that motherfucker Joe Montana again with the catch. Yeah. And then yeah. Friday night, Jose Altuve hitting that home run. I haven't been gutted that long, gutted that bad in a long time. You were live for that one, weren't you? Oh, oh, oh my God! I was. I called it. I said, I said these two guys get on. Altuve's hitting a three-run bomb. We lost the game. Sure enough, motherfucker comes up and does it. I haven't felt that much pain in this morning. What is the most painful sporting event that you've had and to go through? You paid like fourteen dollars for a hot dog. Yeah. That had to hurt. Yeah. What what, what what sporting event for you was a gut wrencher like that? Uh, well, I have a couple, but I, the most was I think the two national championships. Okay, one was in Tempe, Arizona. It was before they moved to Glendale, Tempe, Arizona. Touchdown, Tommy Frazier, the second national championship for Tom Osborne in Tempe, Arizona. Okay, that was the greatest thing I've ever had. The ticket is bigger than me. I still have the ticket to that game. <laughs> then the second national championship uh, I went to was Miami at the Rose Bowl. And I drove to the Rose Bowl with one of the biggest idiots I know. Uh, and we went to the Rose Bowl. And as soon as the national anthem sang and the planes flew over, the stealth bombers flew over and everything, it went south. I'm not only because I've been pulled over and I in Concord, California, and I, I had a warrant out for no insurance on my car. They impounded my car. Jesus. And my mother went to the hospital. We're getting pounded by the fucking hurricanes, and I get a call in the middle of the game. Your mom, you need to come home now. Oh, this is great. What oh, fun God. times for everybody. Yeah, so I'm getting the shit kicked out of me, and I find out my mom is very frail and not doing very well, and I'm in the middle of a football game in Pasadena. It was a bad, bad day. Yeah, so that yeah that's, that's a gut wrencher right there. Uh, Stinkfist says, easy for me, it was that piece of shit Kirk Gibson in the 88 World Series. Well, look who it is. Oh, when, when, when Vin Scully, who's doing national broadcast, goes, well, look who it is. He brought his pom-poms out just as much as John Smoltz had him out for the fucking Astros the entire series. I hate John Smoltz. Right. The only one worse than that was I was at number one versus two, uh, game of the century two, Oklahoma, Nebraska. Yeah, it was at Nebraska. And you remember the tight end, Keith Jackson? Not, oh. the, not the announcer, but the tight end. Oh, Nelly. Yes, I do remember him. I remember yeah. the player at Oklahoma. Number 88. Yep, number 88. Caught a touchdown pass at the end of the game. Did a little dance. Beat us in the game. Said you do. I ran out onto the field, and there were two male cheerleaders holding up their little, their little megaphones. Mm-hmm. And I ran onto the field. I jumped right between them. I hit both megaphones. And, of course, each megaphone landed on a female cheerleader. Of course. I am now running from two failed gymnasts that have now become male cheerleaders that are running after me because I have bombed two women. I didn't mean for that to happen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's fantastic, Joe. Now, it, Joe, that really happened. That really happened. My oh, sister I, came I, to the game, and you. she lost me. She was so pissed. She finally caught up with me later. She's, what is wrong with you? And I was just like, Are you, you just not see what happened? Somebody has to pay for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, all right, so let's get into this horse shit here. Uh, the national anthem, it's been uh, it mentioned that the national anthem. Now, usually when the national anthem is done at a World Series, they try to get an artist that is either close to the team or at least from that state. Right? Or world famous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Dave Coe says, mine was World Series when Gibson hit the game-winning home run against the A's against Eckersley, who was untouchable. 55-10, to 10, I hate the, the Niners so much. Super Bowl Denver didn't win. I can't remember the score, but that one hurt. Um, game one, musician H-E-R will perform. Watch your pronouns. The 26-year-old singer, songwriter, and instrumentalist has won five Grammys, an Academy Award, and an Emmy. Uh, who the fuck is that? Well, my album from the artist Him drops Tuesday, oh, so don't okay. about that. But yeah, no, I am so not interested in the national anthem. I love the national anthem. I mean, when there's a, when the World Series is on or the Super Bowl and the Jets go flying by and they're singing Home of the Brave, you know, I I stand up even if I'm at home, which I'm most likely I'm most of the time. You know, right. I love the national anthem before a big ball game. I love it. Don't wreck it with, with, with what is this, it, Lizzo's sister? <laughs> I don't know. No, she doesn't quite look as fat as Lizzo's, so I don't think oh. it's her. But then oh. then game two, which is in Arlington. Um, uh, 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 Greta Thornburg uh, sings it, I think. Uh, no. per, Pearl Peterson, an 11-year-old who's a member of the Boys and Girls Club in Sequim, Washington, is singing. Why is they don't have somebody from the state of Texas singing? Beyonce is from the state of Texas. I know. I know. George Strait is from Texas. Now, both are probably Astros fans, so they're fucking losers. But they're Texans. What the shit? I know. As, as bad as it sounds, you know, I'm much more looking forward to... The second game, uh, National Anthem, that little girl. Yeah. Because even though it's not somebody famous, and I know we would we, we love somebody from Texas, I mean, who's a, who's a great country singer from Texas? There's going to be a hundred of them. Well, uh, I mean, there, there's a guy who they play his song after every Rangers win. His name is Pat Green. Play fucking Pat Green. Uh, let him yeah. sing the National Anthem. Hell. But let- don't forget, don't forget this little girl. She's going to be scared to death, and I'm going to be pulling for her. I know what you're saying, but I'm going to pull for the little girl, and I'm going to be more happy to watch her. I'm not going to root against her. I'd rather watch her than her. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am looking and looking and looking, but I cannot find out anywhere who's throwing the first pitch out. Um, I, I mean, honestly, uh, somebody just wrote it, the lead singer Creed. Creed has been the backbone of the, the Rangers uh, run. Why not let Creed sing the national fucking anthem? Well, and Ryan sing the goddamn thing. I well, mean, come on. They I, better, mean, I, you I know, tell you yeah. this. Nolan better be out there throwing a fucking first pitch. Either Nolan you know, or that W. That first pitch is huge. You know, you know 50 Cent, you know, threw, I mean, he, 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 I think he threw a grounder. You know who the best first pitch ever was? 9-11. Damn right. 
W. Bush, he delivered a fucking zinger. Oh, he I did. love that. I have two pictures up in my studio uh, of that pitch. That was one of the greatest moments in American history. When he walked out there, pretty much flipping off all the fucking terrorists, saying, fuck you, and he threw a fucking, it, it, it was kind of a, a, a curveball he threw. He threw kind of a hook in there from the rubber. That was America well, it was right there. was a four-speed fastball, but whatever. <laughs> no, I know. I know. That was awesome. That was, I still get chills. I love watching that. Oh, I love watching that. Because it's just, and Jerry Seinfeld, they asked Jerry Seinfeld what the greatest moment. He said, by far, he goes, the most nervous uh, moment of his life. Uh, and he would, he delivered the first pitch at a Mets game. And he threw it right. And it wasn't nothing special, but he delivered it, you know, to the catcher's glove. And uh, he, that, to this day, I... I guarantee he's got a picture. I, I saw an interview where he's like, that was my greatest moment when I threw out that first pitch. He goes, I was so nervous. If that thing bounces in the dirt or gets by, you know, oh, yeah. he's going to be And he delivered a, a pitch. But the George W. Bush 9-11 pitch was, yeah, I love that. A uh, couple quick stories from the NBA. The NBA's just started uh, this week. The NBA is being investigated by the U.S. Department of Justice over allegations it worked to thwart Ice Cube's Big Three League. Um, duh. Of course they wanted to thwart that league. That was taking money out of their plate. They weren't making any money from Ice Cube's league. Of course the NBA was going to try to wreck that. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know what they did to try to wreck that. I mean, because when I would flick around my TV and – the big three was on. I'm like, yeah, like I really need to watch, uh, you know, Wes Unseld or something, you know, <laughs> throw up three pointers or whatever. I, I never watched, I watched a little bit of the big three, but yeah, the, the, I think they would have gone by the wayside anyway. Yeah. I, I really wasn't excited about it, but how are you, you know, go about, you know, 7-Eleven has tried to thwart AMPM. Nobody said anything about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, the big three, ooh, boy, better get that Argonaut or, or Juggernaut <laughs> put away because that'll wreck your ratings. Like, really? I'd rather watch Ice Cube uh, sing than watch the big three. But that's really bizarre. That you know, Congress gets involved and antitrust stuff and things like that. And like, it's you know, you're, it's you're, not like they have other important stuff to do. Let's go after a sports league. Yeah, or yeah, let's or let's go after uh, doping or whatever, you know. But no, let's go after Ice Cube. Yeah. Um, the other story out of the NBA broke yesterday. I don't know if you got to see this, Dwight Howard. Former NBA superstar, I think he might have been an MVP. I know his rookie of the year, right? Dwight Howard, who's playing now in Taiwan, is being sued in his home state of Georgia, claiming that he sexually assaulted another man in 2021. Well, Dwight Howard has come out and said there was no sexual assault. It was consensual. I know it was Kevin Spacey. Okay, yeah. So is you no, know, there's no sex trafficking in Taiwan. No, that never happens. Number no, one. No, but 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 Dwight Howard, uh, Dwight Howard is admitting that he's gay now. Hey, 
a lot of guys in the NBA change teams. You know what I mean? <laughs> Play for the other team. Okay, buddy. That sounds great. Yeah, that's really bizarre. That I, I saw that. And I was like, what? Oh, I would rather I would rather be conditioned other than uh, uh, I would rather stand around and say, no, I swear to God, I didn't do it, than saying, no, I chugged on his willy at my own peril. I, he enjoyed it. I mean, what the fuck? I don't get that. Yeah. Yeah, that's just really bizarre. That was, oh, fuck, your line was fantastic there, Joe. Oh, my God, that made my day. Um, now, uh, when you said, well, some guys play for other teams, holy yeah, shit. There's Joe. a lot of training. Not I want to be training. I want to play for the other team. Oh, my God, you big savage. Stop <laughs> it. You're too aggressive. Okay. Uh, all right, let's get to college football, shall we, my friend? Because we, yeah. have, a, we have a slate of games and as always, as uh, nothing but respect to you, we start in Lincoln, Nebraska. Do you know what 4 and 3 means to a Husker fan? 4 and 3 means you're getting bowl eligible, baby. A winning record. Oh, yeah. my God. A winning record. Unbelievable. I'm so fired up. We have a winning record. Well, this I, weekend. I, 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 for once, and, and, I went, and I went downtown, and I didn't know zombie crawl was going on, right? Mm. And the only guy that talked to me was some guy that walked by and goes, Huskers fucking suck. Yeah. Uh, apparently, apparently, you're not doing too well with the ladies tonight. There's only a hundred chicks in fucking thong bikinis, but the first thing you got to do is tell me the Huskers suck. Go suck yourself, you maggot. <laughs> the four and three Nebraska Cornhuskers are at home this weekend, on, weekend, taking on the two and five lowly Boilermakers of Purdue. Nebraska's a two and a half point favorite. <laughs> this game is at Lincoln. Yes. I love it. I love it. So thank God for the Husker D, the defense. And, and I, 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 I've always liked Matt Rules, uh, the new guy that took over. Tom Osborne's actually helping him with the run game. We got a winning record. We've got a couple of games in a row, which we should be able to win. One of them, Michigan State, if we, you know. Um, so, of course, I'm taking the Huskers. I know they've got to win it. If we go five and three, I, I mean, you, I might get cardiac arrest if the Huskers are fighting. We used to be like 12 and 0, and I was like, well, that's an okay record, I guess. Now, 5 and 3 will give me a boner. I, yeah, mean, oh, I know the feeling, my friend. Uh, I mean, not of your boner, but I, I, I know what that feels yeah, like. Yeah, you felt. Oh, wait. No, we won't talk about that. Sorry. Uh, no, Dwight, Dwight Howard. Don't wake White up. He's sleeping over here. <laughs> um,. I like the Huskers in this game. Purdue doesn't have anything, and, you know, Purdue sucks. So, go go, go Huskers. Go Huskers. Uh, next game up. Now, a couple weeks ago, we had what I thought was the definition game of the Pac-12 with Oregon taking on Washington. I wrongfully picked Oregon to beat the hell out of Washington, and Washington won in dramatic fashion. We got another one this weekend. The eighth-ranked Oregon Ducks are at home, eight and one or six and one, taking on the thirteenth-ranked six and one Utah Utes. By the way, terrible nickname. I know they're Native Americans, but Utah Utes. 
come on, you can do better than that. Well, there's a running youths, I think. Yeah, but it's like, you know, said you can't disrespect it. I mean, you can. We can disrespect whatever we want. It's a mm-hmm. free country. But, you know, obviously, like you said, it's named after our Native American tribe. Um, a friend of mine's dad actually at one point held the free throw percentage record for the Utah youths. Nice. Um, and I, but I, you know, it was, was it Urban Meyer that turned them around? Yes, it was. It was, uh, that was where he first started uh, his coaching carousel. Yeah, he was bummed out. There was like, there weren't enough young chicks in the bars at that time. Um, <laughs> there weren't but, a lot of bars. <laughs> there was a lot of bars, period, right. State-owned liquor store, that's about it. Um, I, you know what, I, I want to see the youth win. I don't know. It, 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 this is one game that I, it, it, if there's ever a game that should end in a tie, I think it would be this one because the youth are good. You know, Utah's a good team, but Oregon can always win. So I'm going to say, I'm just going to go with the home team and take Oregon. But uh, Utah, can, they, can, they can come up and beat them. But I'm, I think Oregon wins it in a nail-biter. That might be, you know, a really, really good game. I I, like, I think Oregon's going to be pissed off from the Washington game. I'm not a big fan of the Utes. Uh, I'm not a ban- big fan of the state of Utah in general. Um, I'll go ahead and take Oregon. I think Oregon might route them. I hope they do. That, that, that's my pick. Uh, Oregon, Oregon's like the Pac-12 version of like what we're talking about. Alabama, you know, Alabama was like, I don't care who played Alabama, you're gonna get throttled. Now, not so, not so easy, you know. True, very. Alabama's got to fight for every win. Oregon's got to fight for every win. But I'm, I'm gonna go with you, Ari. Um, now, this used to be known as the biggest cocktail party in the world, but the people who are sensitive about cocktail parties and drinking have renamed it the largest outdoor event or outdoor party. The Georgia-Florida game, which is held every year in Jacksonville. Um, Georgia number one, 7-0, and taking on the 5-2 and Florida Gators. Georgia's a 14-and-a-half-point favorite. I don't know. This is at the swamp, huh? No, it's not at the swamp. They they oh, play Georgia, right? The largest conglomerate, right? Yeah, yeah. It's at uh, now. Why Georgia Florida line doesn't sing the national anthem every year? I don't understand. Right? Well, because they're terrible. That's probably why. <laughs> because they suck, right? Yeah. Um, because when that guy told me Nebraska sucks, I wanted to turn around and go, "Yeah, but your mom swallowed." Damn Nebraska. right. Go fuck yourself. Bam. Anyway. Yeah, I was so pissed, but then I got shot a couple weeks before. I thought I better tone it down a little. So, <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I, I, I'm so pissed. I want to say something so bad about his mom or something like that. Just keep walking. You know, and you're and, fine, you, you, and you didn't have the ice maker with you, so. I you, didn't want to have my shield. No, yeah. I didn't want to have my shield with me. So, yeah, um, this is that. Florida had George. is going to beat him, but I would love to see Florida. I'd love it. I hate Florida. I hate the Gators. We beat them, and I've never liked them. I've never liked Steve Spurrier. Um, uh, but uh, Georgia's going to win the game, I think, for sure. I, I hope Florida gives them a, a struggle, but I think Florida wins. I mean, I, Georgia will win. I'm rooting against Georgia. Georgia's going to win the game. If I had to pick the game, Georgia's going to win the game. But I I, 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 I rarely root for Florida, but I, I want to see Georgia get beat because I'm ready for them to drop out of the top spot because I don't think they're the best team in the country. 
I, I don't know who the best for me to root for me to root for Florida is like me rooting for Yasser Arafat. Okay, it's gonna be tough. <laughs> wow, that that right there is keeping it timely, even though Arafat's been dead for like twenty years. Well, um, I don't have to root for him. Um, yeah. All right, I'm Georgia. I'm with you. Next game is gonna be in your backyard at Mackey Stadium in Reno, Nevada. The one and six Wolfpack. They pulled out a win last week. Are taking no, on. no, listen. It's six nothing in the bottom of the eighth right now. <laughs> um, the Nevada Wolfpack are playing the New Mexico uh, the Lobos. The three the, and New Mexico's four. the Lobos. New Mexico State is the Aggies. So yeah. All right, so they got the Lobos who are three and four. Boy, this is a game of who the fuck cares. Oh, my God. And it's on, like, Fox Sports 5 or something. I don't know. But that was crazy because everybody thought, you know, I mean, it was last year, and I feel so bad for this Ken Wilson. You know, he took over Jay Norvell, left. He made barely a million dollars as a coach in Nevada. It was at Colorado State. He makes about three or four million, which, by the way, Colorado State will beat Air Force this weekend. Mm-hmm. But he leaves. He's Ken Wilson. He takes the best players with him. And so Ken Wilson comes in. He won the first game last year of the season, and he's never won a game since mm-hmm. until Saturday when everybody thought, well, San Diego State's going to beat him 45 to 14 or something. No. Now the pack is like the steel curtain shuts up. <laughs> Sick, nothing. Unbelievable. I just was so amazed by that game. And, but I was really happy for, for the Wolfpack to get that win on the road. It was huge. Um, pack wins. It. Come on. Two-game winning streak. Let's right. do it, guys. All right. Now, I, I'm going to throw a curveball at you because I just saw this game before we get to our last college game. Um, nobody's talking about Colorado anymore. Colorado's four and three. They're on the road against UCLA this weekend. Do they have a shot to beat UCLA? Yeah, that, that's that's the thing that I, I tell people, like, you know what? Their defense is so porous, you know, it's like a sieve. I mean, it's so bad that they they, 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 they need to score. As long as they score more than the other team, they'll win. But that's the only chance they have. Um, they're going to go on their road. I'm sure Shadour will be down on Rodeo picking up some new bling. And uh, I don't think they're going to survive it, buddy. I think they're going to go four and four. Okay. Shador, though, is having a really good season. 2,400 yards, 21 touchdowns, three interceptions. Pretty good season. Imagine if he had some protections. No, he's amazing. He's I mean, he's prime time. Prime time made the all century team in the NFL mm-hmm. as a returner. You know, that means a hundred years of football and you made the starring spot. His kid's gotta be good and he's damn good. That shit was damn good. He really is. He's a stud. Um, but you just you gotta have there's eleven guys gotta play the game. Twenty two actually if you go both sides of the ball. Right. And it's like, um, you know, he's a great kid. I love watching him play. He, he is a, I, I don't know what he was thinking when he threw that one up in the end zone last game. Just threw it up for grabs. That was kind of weird. But he's a great athlete. You know, I've always been a primetime fan. I don't care. I'd rather watch primetime than uh, Taylor Swift, okay. you know. But I don't think they survive, uh, Arnie. Okay. I, don't, I think they lose on the road. Yeah, it's a, it's a very interesting game to see where uh, Colorado actually. Oh, real quick on this. Shador Sanders come back next year, or is he gone? 
We'll see. You know, I saw the Heisman hopefuls. He's not even on the Heisman. That's not for sure he's going to be in Heisman voting. But I saw the other day, there's like five guys, one of them's Coach Bo Nix and this and that. And, and uh, Shadur's not on there. I thought, wow, the kid's throwing for 500 yards a game. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll see what, how he's stalking because, you know, it, 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 you know, they'll tell you straight out. You know, you know what, mm-hmm. you kid, you're probably a first-round pick. Boom, gone. Don't get hurt next year and then yeah. become a no-prone pick. All right, final uh, pick of the college weekend. Uh, my beloved Texas Longhorns will be at home, 12.30 your time, 2.30 my time on ABC, taking on those wacky Mormons from BYU. Texas is an 18-point favorite, but our quarterback, Quinn Ewers, is out. Malik Jefferson, is the backup, is in. I'm not nervous at all. Beat the Mormons. Well, here's the thing. I mean, most people, I mean, most people know, uh, you know, Jesus was born in Nazareth. I think he was born in Bethlehem. He was, he was over there in the Mideast, a little trouble going on. Thank God that me, Joseph Smith, and Jesus were able to meet in upstate New York yeah. and talk about the game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, yeah, Joseph Smith already told me, you know, we do bring them young. We like them young. <laughs> we like a lot of them. But we're going to get the shit kicked out of us by the Longhorns. Yeah, uh, uh, I, I'm not worried about this. I don't want my quarterback to be on the shelf too long, but let me make this quick. My pick. Thirty-six ten. I'm taking the Longhorns in that game. And let me, let me real quick say, you know, my whole entire extended family are Irish Catholic. We do have a family of, of the Church of, of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. They are wonderful people. That my uncle was one of the nicest guys. Their family is beautiful. They're the nicest people. So don't let my I joke around like Charles Barkley. <laughs> Please don't get offended by my. My my jokes, but uh, but uh, but yeah, I think I think we're gonna kick. I think Texas, well, Texas, I think Texas, they might. I think they're gonna be in the final four, buddy. I think they're gonna make the playoffs. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, it, it depends on how this backup plays, and if something happens, we could see a Manning in. We could see a Manning playing for the Longhorns. Arch. A very very exciting. Um, now that we've covered, let's see, baseball, baseball, basketball, college football, what could be next? And this 25-yard strike wins one to seal the game. All right. <laughs> Joe, last week you and I did dog shit. Mm-hmm. We both last week, Joe, you were the big winner of the week going six and seven. Uh. I went five and eight. I lead by one game in our pool. You are 59 and 47. I am 60 and 48. Wow. Yeah, and I, you know, and I, that's the thing. I even throw it out there, like, you know, some of my kids are like, wow. And so, but I do it because, guess what? Some of them come in. Yeah, you know, they come down. It's the NFL. Jacksonville is the winning team this year. Who is, oh, I, know, I hear you. Jacksonville's it, it, a contender. Um, all right, so we'll start with tonight's game. 
By the way, Jeff Yo says Malik might end up being more consistent than Dak Ewers. <laughs> He's the most frustrating part of that team to watch. Yeah, Ewers, Quinn sometimes fucking pisses me off. So I'm looking forward to Malik this weekend. First game uh, tonight, the Buccaneers 3-3 three and three on the road. Against that team, I don't know what to fucking think about. The 4-3 and three Buffalo Bills, who are a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Well, number one, if you're on Prime Video, please forward me your password. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll tell you what. Uh, and the Bills. Who are the Bills? I, I, I honestly don't know this year. Like, they are so confusing. They're, they're the most confusing team to watch. Right. I And we all know now that uh, Billichek was a fraud. It was Tom Brady that won. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady left, and they suck. So, I'm sorry, Bill, you're not the mastermind we all thought you were. We'll but, get to that. Uh, we'll, 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 I've got an interesting take on that, but let, let, let's keep with this uh, game. I'm gonna, I, you know, as the Bills are at home, it's on prime. Um, boy, I'll tell you what, the Buccaneers, you know what, that, uh, Baker's probably playing. Yeah. I hate to say it. You know what? I, 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 just, I just want to party. I want to party. So I'm going Buccaneers. All right. Not a bad pick. Um, I, I was leaning that way, and then I remembered I hate Baker Mayfield. Um, so uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this right now. If the Bills let me down, this will be the last time I take the Bills. I, I'm just saying, this might be the last time I ever pick the Buffalo Bills. I'm taking the Bills in this game. I think they win at home. It's going to be 55 degrees there. Uh, let's go bills all right um now we jump all the way to sunday by the way uh next week i believe the the nfl is in germany why is the nfl going to germany why are they going to germany the germans don't want to go global i just like everybody they you know a lot lot of people like yeah it's called world champions well it's not the world. It's the USA, which yeah. which I tell people, you know, like, you know, you could be the biggest star in Japan, but until you play in a, for an American team, that's when they go nuts. When they're, when, they're, when somebody from a foreign country hits a dig in America, that's when they go nuts. You know, I don't mm-hmm. care how big a star you are in your own country. When you hit a big in the USA, they will get up in the middle of the night and watch the games. And uh, so they're going to Munich. Uh, because they're trying to go global. You know, remember, remember the European NFL? Uh, yeah, Swoosh says NFL Europe was big in Germany. Okay, all right. Well, hey, I can't wait to see the, uh, the first game in Kuwait. Lawrence Phillips, MVP <laughs> of the European League. He, well, he really was the Barcelona Dragons. And he, well, he, he didn't speak the language, so he didn't know how to pick up on chicks over there. Thank God. But, which Thank game is the league again? Man, oh, man, that guy was a thug. Now, let's move to Sunday, shall we? Um, first game on the docket are the 3-4 and four L.A. Rams visiting Arlington, Texas, and AT&T Stadium, taking on my beloved 4-2 and two Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys are a six-point favorite. What do you got, Joe? Gee, you know what? Hey, Dak Prescott, you finally got to be... Dak Shepard, you finally you scored with a hot chick once. Um, Dak, I was proud of him. He did a good job. Um, 
But uh, let's see. The, boy, the Cowboys are at home. Jerry Jones is probably going to be super pissed if they don't win. I'm going to go ahead and go with your Cowboys. So we're gonna, we know we're going to X that one out because I'll take the Cowboys. Um, there's there's a big part of me that doesn't want to take the Cowboys, but I will take the Cowboys at home because, well, they're the Cowboys and they're at home. So I'm going to go ahead and take them. Oh, what a big what a big weekend in, in uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, Arlington, the whole thing. I mean, you guys are oh, you know you got you got an 11 year old singing the national anthem in a couple of ball games. Well, uh, here's the cool thing, and, and uh, uh, Brady Kid pointed this out last night. This is the first time since 2010. That there's a Cowboys game in town, there's a Rangers game in town, there's a Stars hockey game in town, and there's a Mavericks game in town. If you see Cuban, he owes me money. <laughs> I will let him know. Uh, Thank you. Next game we have a battle of the NFC Black and Blue North. The three and four Vikings, who, by the way, are listening to Creed before games now. That's gimmick <laughs> infringement. You can't do that are going to the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field to take yeah. on... Oh, yeah, like Minnesota to Green Bay. Boy, that's like a summer vacation. Are you kidding me? The Vikings play inside, jackass. <laughs> I know, I know. Catch an iceberg over to Green Bay. We'll meet you there. They're you know? taking on the two and four Packers. The line is set at even here on ESPN. I don't know what you have, but... Um, yeah, even I pick them. Yeah, even game I have. Vikings. Uh, Can you take me high? I'm gonna go with the Vikings. You're gonna go. You're gonna go. You're gonna go Minnesota. Kirk Cousins. Um, uh -huh. Yep. Uh, Jordan Love is terrible, by the way. Jordan Love I, is an awful quarterback. Where did he play college ball? I, I don't know, but he should go back. He should, should go, go back. Yeah, that I mean, one good game. Remember, I was like, oh, I was kind of high on him for a minute there. But, yeah, he thought he's something to write home about. But I kind of like the Vikings. I think that I think they'll win. The Packers, who the Packers? I mean, who the Packers? I mean, uh, Jordan, Jordan, of course, the quarterback of the Packers, of right. course. Right. And then we got the Vikings. Is Kirk Cousins playing? Yes, Kirk Cousins is playing. Yeah, yeah I'm going with the Vikings. Yeah, I'm going with the Vikings. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure he's playing. I, I wouldn't know why he's not playing. Uh, next game up, we, oh, God damn, this is a fucking terrible game. Uh, we have the Saints, the four and three Saints on the road, uh, against the two and four Titans. Atlanta's a two and a half point, uh, road of favorite. The Saints are, yeah, you, no, you know no, the Falcons, the Falcons. I'm sorry, yeah, the, the Saints at the Colts, oh, the Falcon game, I, I apologize. Where is my stat guy? Fire him. Yeah, get rid of him immediately. Ugh, fucking Falcons. <laughs> um, I've never hated a city or a team more. The Falcons on the road, going to Tennessee. We know who you like. I hate the Falcons. Wouldn't it be great though if um when we get when we get when we get to the Saints game, we'll talk about that. But yeah, uh, it's next. Well, I'm going to take Tennessee at home because I know you're not. So that'll be that'll be a game changer for us. I'm going to take Titans at home. Uh, yes, yeah, so contractually, I cannot have any Tennessee teams pick, so I will take the Falcons. By the way, Jordan Love went to Utah State. Well, there could be a reason why he's no good. Um, oh, we got a party in what Logan, Utah. That's mm -hmm. a party too. Uh, the next game is the game that you're all jacked up on: the three and four Saints are taking on the three and four Colts in Indianapolis. The Saints are a one-point favorite on the road. 
Wouldn't it be great if Archie started for the Saints, Peyton started for the Colts, Eli started for the Giants, and Arch started for the, the Longhorns? That would be amazing. That would be truly amazing. Oh, I think the Saints might lose because Archie's like 89. Very so. true, yeah. Oh, boy, I'll tell you what, the Saints, uh, the I'm taking the Colts at home. You know what? I'm going to differ up from you. I'll take the Saints on the road. Just uh, I don't know why. The Saints are fucking awful. The Colts are awful. This is an awful game. When they say paper or plastic, when you go shopping, make sure you get paper so you carve out the eye holes and put it over your face when you watch the game. <laughs> uh, all right. Now, real quick, the 2-5 and five Patriots against the 5-2 and two Dolphins. Dolphins are nine-point favorite at home. Do you think Bill Belichick has lost the ability to communicate with the younger athlete? Do you think that could be what's happening in New England? You know, it's it's tough. I mean, you know, you, you know, I I've, I've seen Tom Brady get emotional when he talks about Bill Belichick and how he relates. You know, there's coaches that are just they're just good. You know, they're not they they, they raise they they build character, not just teams. You know, they build character and stuff like that. That's what Belichick was always about. No one will ever match Tommy Osborne, Doctor Tom Osborne, by the way. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they, they're horrible, and and I mean, I don't know what they did last year. I don't think they did real great, but uh, but the, but the, they're just not the same. I mean, whether they're rebuilding, but I don't think Belichick is going to wait around to rebuild. I think he's going to he's getting ready to throw that old sweatshirt in the in the ring and to say, "I'm I'm good." I got 105 Super Bowls. I'm yeah. gonna retire. Does does he so, go to a, a a pregame talk show or does he just retire into the sunset? You know, I, I he, he's a professional. I think he's still you know he's trying hard. He doesn't want to he doesn't want to go to that press conference you know and be beast mode and just say thanks for asking. I have to be here. Thanks for yeah. asking. I have to be here. Yeah, you know, he wants to go in there and say, "Hey, we did this, we did that." You know, we want. Yeah, he, he, he's not going to take being a loser very well. I think he wants to, but I think he's still a professional. Um, but as far as the ball game goes, I don't know about him. I, I mean, I just, I don't think there's anything left yet. I think it's all over. Oh, plus, oh no, no, it's it's already. Remember, I told you, I'm going to pick the Dolphins for the year, rest of the year. Okay. I'm taking the Dolphins as well because they're at home and the Patriots ain't any good this year, so I'll take them there. Oh, it's a battle of the big shoulder club. The New York Jets are on the road taking on the New York football giants even though they play in the same fucking stadium. The 3-3 three three Jets and the 2-5. Uh, yeah, it's a Giants home game this week. Um, the Jets are a three-point favorite on the road. And not only do the two biggest cities have to share their fields with another team, they don't even play in the same state. I it's know. in New Jersey, for God's sake. Uh, it, it, it's crazy. Uh, the Giants are awful. God, the Giants are bad. They're hard to watch bad. Uh, the Jets aren't well, much better. Though, you know what, though? The Jets will forget to get on the seven train and connect to the three train, and they will show up late. The Giants win that game. Ooh, you're taking the football Giants. I am taking the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets in this game. Um, all right, your beloved Steelers, your four and two Steelers are at home. 
And they are taking on the 5-2 upstart Jacksonville Jaguars. The the Jaguars are two-and-a-half-point favorites in Pittsburgh. The thing you got going in your favor in our last game is Joe Namath will propose to Susie Colbert at halftime. <laughs> um, I'm taking the Steelers, of course. I got to have the Steelers go five and three, or five and two, uh, just like my my my, my are going to have five wins. The Steelers will also have five wins. The Jaguars, they got like you know, their kids are wearing like my dad went to London for three weeks and all I got was a stupid T-shirt, so. The Steelers win that game. Uh, I, I I'm going to stick with the hot hand Jaguars right now, just to just to upset the apple cart a little bit, my friend. Well, no, that's fine. We got we got to battle on. Thank you very much. Thank you. Come again. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, next game up, another dog shit game. The six and one Eagles. By the way, are you tired of hearing about the? The quarterback sneak of the Eagles. I don't care about it that they pick Jalen Hurts up and drag him across the line. Somebody just needs to stop it already. Six and one Eagles are taking on the three and four commandos of Washington. The Eagles are a six and a half point favorite on the road. Ask Mark John Lynch what's the best way to get a yard. Don't throw it. Throw the ball. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you need a, a freaking half inch. I mean, come on. And the quarterback sneaks around forever. You know, you get behind, you push the guy over on. Um, I do like the Eagles. I do. I just, but, uh, boy, yeah, this is this is one of those games, Artie, that everybody's going to say, oh, the Eagles. I mean, come on. The Eagles are way better. than It's right down the street. They'll be fine. But I think, you know what? The commandos give them a battle. Um God, I don't want to pick the commandos, but I'm going to pick them, Arnie. All right. Well, you you know, I I, I, I wrote down commandos as well. I like the commandos. As well. I hate Philadelphia. I, I think the entire city's upset that the Phillies lost, and and uh, I, I think the Eagles are going to feel some of that. I think they lose to the, the Washington team this week. Brilliant eyes. Think alike, Arnie. Um. Next game up, boy, oh boy, we're being punished yet again. The 3-3 three and three Texans are on the road against the 0-6 Panthers. The Texans are a three-point favorite. Are the Texans going to be like the Jaguars? The Jaguars are making moves. They're not just going to be doormats anymore. Are the Texans, are they, are they going to make a move? Are they going to... You know, try to be better. I, I have no idea. I look at the city of Houston and their sports team as proverbial doormats all the time. I mean, the Rangers chased Dusty Baker out of baseball, so bye-bye, Dusty. I know. I, I think Dusty Baker, he managed my Babe Ruth team. He managed every team in America at one point. It's crazy. <laughs> That's all you've ever seen is just spitting like a lizard on the sidelines. Like, stop spitting stuff, Okay. Um, all right, so who you got in this game between the Texans and Panthers? Uh, you know what? I'm going boy, the Panthers. Look, the Texans are favored. Fuck that. Panthers at home. A home dog is the best home dog in the week. I'm taking the Panthers, a home dog. 
Well, I, I contractually can't take any team from Houston, so of course I'm taking the 0-6 Panthers as well. Man, we are going to have some either amazing weeks this week where we get interviewed on national TV or we're going to shit the bed. One of those two is happening. You can get bigger than that be interviewed on the Chris Payne program. Maybe. Oh, God. If to be only that lucky. Talk um, about the big time, buddy. Um, how about the four and two Browns on the road against the four and two Sea Chickens from Seattle? Seattle's a three and a half point favorite. Yeah. Uh, guess what? The Browns come in and snake bite them. Whoa! You're taking the Browns on the road. I'm going Cleveland on the road. Now Cleveland hasn't had a great crab cake in a while. Well, and, and here's the thing. I, I lived in Seattle for a little while. I'm not a fan of the Seahawks. I never have been a fan of the Seahawks. Um, I'm only taking the Seahawks in this game because of the long flight. The, the travel could wear down the Browns, and I believe that Watson is not playing again this week for the Browns. So I'm going to take the Sea Chickens at home. Yeah, like the guys from Cleveland aren't happy to get out of that shit hole and go to a fucking touristy. Have a lobster salad or something to relax. Yeah, I'm taking the Browns. Uh, X-Force says, hey, Arnie, you'd have more wins during the year if you stopped picking against the Steelers. I usually always pick the Steelers. I just didn't this week. Um, how about... Put that, put that guy on my speed dial. <laughs> how about the... Uh, the Kansas City Taylor Swifts are on the road this week. The six and one Swifties are taking on the two and five Broncos. The Swifties are a seven point favorite. I don't know if she's going to be attending this game or not. Well, as long as Lance Bass is there, that's all I care about. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, please get the band back together. The band, like you ever played a fucking instrument in your life. Um, <laughs> I'm not taking the Swifties. I'm going against the Swifties. Whoa. Whoa, you're you're going to take the Donkos? You know what? Wow. I came here to party. I didn't come here yeah, to kiss did. my sister. You did. I mean, you are partying. Uh, I'm taking the Chiefs. Uh, I, I, I'm taking the Chiefs in this one. Uh, Braddy Kidd, the resident Swiftie of the show, says this will be her last game if she goes because I guess she's starting her tour up again. So, no more Taylor at football games. We'll see about that. Um, all right, next game we got up. The 5-2 and two Ravens, who act like they're for real. Like, the 5-2, the and two, the Ravens, they, they're pretending like they're for real at 5-2. and two, And they're taking on the 1-6 Cardinals. This is why the Ravens are, are winning games. They keep playing shitty teams. Right. Right. Here's what they call trap in Vegas. I don't even want to remember talking about that uh, betting, the betting show where the, the, the guys are the, the degenerate. I don't want to get into that. But yeah. you know what? The Cardinals are not going to finish the year with only one win. They're at home. Uh, the Cardinals win this game. Wow. And by the way, this is another game for the birds. Uh-huh. You, you see what I did there? Yeah. You see what you did with that? You see I get what I did it. there? Yeah. I, I no, did that's... it again. Um, you. you, Edgar Allen, follow you. Uh, I am going to take the Ravens uh, evermore, evermore in this game because the Cardinals absolutely suck. Um, Next game up. Oof. It's a big one for our listening base here. 
The three and three Cincinnati Bengals are on the road against the five and two 49ers. Brock Purdy is questionable. Trent Williams is questionable. Um, uh, are are the the 49ers starting to show some signs? That's what I'm thinking. I mean, I'm like, you know, every block they were just, you know, uh, uh, unbeatable. You know, I mean, uh, you know, the, they, that was it. It was over. It's either going to be the Niners or the Eagles in the NFC Championship or in the Super Bowl. Uh, but they're showing the world. They're showing some, some soft side. It's at Levi's Stadium. Um, you know, I got to say that the Niners get back on their winning because they got a great defense. I'd say they pull it together. Niners win this game. Look, I, I mean, the spirit of Ken Anderson and Boomer Esiason, they're, they're, they're wanting me. Anthony Munoz, all guys who got snake but not once but twice by the Niners in Super Bowls. But then I remember there was another guy on that team. His name is Chris Collinsworth. Which will make oh, me. God. We, never. We'll never get to remember. We'll never get to forget the Bengals because we got to listen to that idiot every week. So that's why I'm taking the Niners this week. Fuck the Bengals. Fuck Joe. Fuck Joe Burrows. Fuck the Bengals. I I don't think they have it in them. And when and when Chris Collinsworth not talking, his stupid kid is who just that kid. That kid can't tie his own shoe. No. Let alone fucking talk about sports. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, yeah, I, I, anything with a call is worth, I'm done. Niners. All right. Uh, next game up. Um, is, is this the fella that's playing this game? Hold on a second. Let's see. Is that him? Uh, college Shepherd? Uh, all right. So the next game that we have up uh, is the the two and five Chicago Bears are going to be on the road. This is a Sunday night game. How in the shit did the Bears and Chargers land a Sunday night game? My God, is the world ending? No, oh. because they can't tell. Like, at uh, nine out of uh, what, how many games? What, 16 games? And 12 of them suck. Yeah. There's like four games that are, that are decent to watch. So they had to pick one of these stink bombs to put on. Now the Bears, the, the Bears are coming off a huge win against the Raiders with Tyson Bajent as their quarterback, who went to Division One AA Shepherd and led the team to a victory last week over the Raiders. Yeah. Well, the next time you call a big win, a win over the Raiders, I won't be on the show anymore. That's not a big win. Okay, well, for buddy? the Bears, it is. For beating anybody for the Bears is a huge win. I know. I know. But I like the loins. Uh, you, you like who? The loins. L-O-I-N-S. The loins. <laughs> I don't even I'm know. Back. I'm just like saying, no, I like the Lions. I'm not, I love the Lions. We're not playing the Lions. It's the Bears and Chargers, donkey. Oh, I'll take that home team. I was looking at, I was looking at Monday night right underneath it, oh, and I'm like, God. are we at Monday night? How many freaking games are there, for God's sake? At, no, there uh, are no bye weeks this week, so everybody's well, playing. I'm like, I'm like, when does it end? When does the bad end of the, the NFL? I'm going to take the home team. I'm taking the Chargers. You know of what? Course. I mean, the Bears, really? I'm taking the Bears. I'm taking the Bears and the one double A fucking quarterback. I like the Bears. I like this young fella. I like him a lot. You like that kid? Uh, what's his name? The quarterback? Badgen or something? 
Uh, Badgent's his name. Badgent. There we go. I'll take the Bears in that one. I, I like the story. Now the last game that you can pick the Lions in, which I'll go ahead and just write down for you since we won't banter about it since you don't know where we are. Uh, the three I and four. Was you told me to go to the ESPN website. I was like, when I'm scrolling down, and it's just game, bad game after bad game. I thought we were at the end. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm I know. The, Lions. Uh, the Monday night game are the three and four Raiders on the road against the five and two Lions. Uh, the Lions got smoked last week, though. I mean, the Lions got beat. Is that was that just a, a bump in the road? Because uh, it was it wasn't it a, it was a Baltimore that kicked the shit out of them. The best thing about that is it will be the season premiere of America doesn't have talent, and John Gruden will have a Chucky ventriloquist doll, <laughs> and he will get the golden ticket, but the I, Lions will win. I would give it to him. Uh, I too am taking the Lions. Uh, Joe, that is going to do it. Well, actually, I have another story for you, Joe. Uh, I need to know where your whereabouts were uh, possibly last week because we have a story from State College, Pennsylvania. Um, Last week, uh, a man was arrested, accused of recording women who were showering in a dorm. Uh, Joe, you got any – did you Sandusky up? Well – had it not been for my financial aid not coming through, I was supposed to live on floor eight. I was going to live at that dorm. Mm. Uh, but I, I, I was working on my 13th master's degree just so I could take women in the <laughs> locker. Are you there was a guy at the Reno Rodeo that drilled holes in the sandy huts so he could watch men pee. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I this believe really that. Reno. It, at the Reno Rodeo, a guy had a hole. He a couple of shanghats. Well, hey, <laughs> hey. Watching but, guys. I know, really, bro? Why don't you get a hobby, buddy? Hey, the, oh next time, the next time that you see Steve Funk, tell him to stop doing that. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, Steve Funk. Yeah, I know what you're It's called Steve Spunk. Okay, buddy. <laughs> I got you, buddy. All right, then. Uh, yeah, I want to ask you a question. Yes, sir. You have to coexist. You have to say you share a home with a woman. Do you yes, not? Yes, I do. Now, have you ever been? What is the worst thing you ever did when you got so mad? You know, because some guys, you know, of course, the extreme is, oh, "Where's your wife? I haven't seen her in a few weeks." You know, oh, she's in a couple of uh, body bag, or she's in a trash bag in the you know Sandusky River, or whatever. Wait, what's the worst you've ever done? Yeah, so pissed. Oh, I, I think I've gotten mad and probably thrown something against the wall. That's about it. Yeah, I kicked the trash can. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm mean, you know, piss you off. Wait wait a a will make you, but you still love them. Wait, wait, so wait, 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 wait. Tra- But of course, the trash can banged off the wall and Nick turned his thigh. So, <laughs> so I'm in a future. Yeah, I was just curious because I have kicked the trash can before. Like, you know, I mean, I just, you know, it just, it's like that's what. That's the level we stomp at. We get so mad. Yeah. Some people get so mad they can't control themselves. I just see all these, you know, every day on the news it's somebody that just, just you know, just, just something horrible. And I'm just like, how do you do that? How do you hurt somebody like that? I mean, I've gotten so mad I've kicked something. But I was just curious because we both have to coexist with women and 
Of course, I'm from Nebraska. We empower women. Yes, uh, of course you. Now, I, I have a question. Did Was there a part of you that thought I was going to say, well, this one time I got so mad, I beat the living shit out of her. Did you think I was going to say something like no, that? No, no, no. I knew. I knew that the worst thing I was going to say, the worst thing you did was throw or kick something, you know, and say, God darn it, <laughs> kick yeah. something. I, I knew that's what you were going to okay. say. I never knew that. That's, that's what I said. You know, because that's what being civil, that's what, uh, you know, being, you know, human because how somebody hurts somebody, especially somebody that you know you can hurt, you would never hurt them. I don't get that. I, I just, I've been watching the news and I just see some of these stories and it's like, dude, why don't you pick on somebody your own side, buddy? Huh? Oh, that's right, because you get the shit kicked out of you. So you got to pick on somebody. I just, I was watching every day there's some sex predator or somebody's just, just hurt somebody that they can hurt. Why don't you go try to hurt somebody that's fair fight? And I already knew you were going to be like me. I, I'll kick that. You, I, are you fucking kidding me? I'll kick the garbage can or whatever. You know, and that's it. That's the end of my rage. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, there's a part of me that wanted to lie to you and say, well, there's this one time in college I was living with this gal and I cut her fucking head off. But you know, I mean, all right, Joe. Hey, we will talk to you next week. Have a great weekend, my friend. Thank you so much. I want everybody to be happy. Always be peaceful. And if you ever feel bad, just love the one you're with. Okay, play that song with you. Thank you, Ari. I love you so much, bud. See you, buddy. Uh, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, everybody. Oh, what 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 a card that fella is. What's the worst thing you've ever done, Arnie? Well, what do you think it is? Uh, Aldo says, uh, my take for the 49ers, we're experiencing these injuries and setbacks early enough. The Niners will have enough time to bounce back, make a run. Meanwhile, the hype and attention will die down, and they'll be fine. Okay. Uh, Maggie says, uh, that a boy, Arnie, picking the Bears? Yeah, I got to pick the Bears for them. Uh, Red and White says, dude, I punched a fence and dislocated my shoulder fighting with my old lady like 10 years ago. Had it on video, too. What a dumbass. Uh, all right. Now, I'm not going to take a break here because we ain't got much time. We got about 40, 45 minutes left in the show. And, uh, I got to tell you, I got to tell you that, that I, I am, <sighs> this is a topic that I cover on this show maybe a little too often, but I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's covered enough. And if it is covered, it's it's hidden behind or it's, it's lied about saying this is, oh, this is just uh, more of this, uh, the, the, this uh, systemic racism that's going on. Last weekend, I reviewed the movie Killers of the Flower Moon or whatever. The new Leonardo DiCaprio movie with uh, with Martin Scorsese directed it and Robert De Niro's in it. And there's a lot of big stars in this movie because, well, it's a Scorsese thing. And I like Scorsese. I've, I've loved all of his stuff. Raging Bull, Casino, Joystick. Not many people know that he directed Joystick, the movie, but he did. He had a little hand in that. Um, his mob movie, The Departed, which was is still one of my favorite movies. The Irishman that came out on Netflix, even though it was three hours long. 
this movie is three hours and 40 minutes long, and it goes over about the tribe, the Osage Indians, who found found oil on their land in the 1920s. And if you know anything about Oklahoma in the 1920s, it was a very rough and tumble place. Not many people know this about the state of Oklahoma. Um, the Panhandle, that area that, that, that looks like a panhandle, hence the name Panhandle, actually, that panhandle was uh, unincorporated lands in America for a long time because that's where all the outlaws would hang out because it was unincorporated, which meant they couldn't serve warrants there and things like that until finally Kansas is like, we don't want it, and Oklahoma's like, well, I guess we'll take it, and they gave it to Oklahoma. So Oklahoma is, a, and, and, and what they did in the, the Tulsa race massacre in the 20s, when black people were making a lot of money and they had what was called the Black Wall Street in Tulsa. I mean, that was kind of dumb to have it in Tulsa, but whatever. And they murdered all these black people. Why? Because they were making money. So this movie is about the Osage Indians and how they were preyed upon about by the evil white men. Which, by the way, that happened. Okay. I, I understand that happened. It's horrible. They were killing off all these Native Americans so they could inherit all this money and all this oil. I reviewed the movie, and I watched it on Fire Stick to where the sound wasn't very good. And Christopher, our, our, our usual movie reviewer, our, our, our amazing, I'm, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say a usual movie reviewer, our movie reviewer extraordinaire. You fucking whore. Fuck yeah, that's it. Go home. Get my dinner ready. Also reviewed the movie, and he and I talked about it a little bit Monday, and I, I, I gave it my lowest recommendation I can give a movie to where you see it on free TV. He gave it an 8 out of 10 because he views the entire things, the cinematography, the, the way it shot, all, all sorts of things, the acting. And, and I have to say the acting was okay. I, I, I didn't find a problem with it. What I had a problem with was the actual... Every movie has a protagonist and an antagonist. It's a good guy versus a bad guy. Everybody has that. Every movie has to have a protagonist and antagonist. It has to have a setting. And the setting was placed in Oklahoma. But everybody seemed like an antagonist. Like there was, you You didn't really have a person that you root for. And I know that Scorsese does that in a lot in his movies, like The Departed. But you knew that Leo was the good guy because he was a cop. I put in a review, I didn't get this movie. And somebody decided to write on my Instagram where I did the review, well, you must not be educated to not understand this movie. And I said, thank you for pointing out I'm dumb, and I spelled dumb, D-U-M. And I thought that response was, okay, I, I, I'm just going to put a little, little, little blanket on this campfire, put it out. I, I don't want to fight with this person. And then the person decided to fire back again. Now, I can take criticism. I'm fine with criticism. But when you say, how is this another apology to the Native Americans? Well, I'll tell you how it is, an apology to the Native Americans. And this is what I'm tired of. I'm tired of this... And I've been calling it white guilt. I'm not going to call it that anymore. 
I'm going to call it what it is, this false guilt. And it seems that everybody who's my age and younger seems to have. Now, I don't have it. This false guilt is the people who feel bad about things that were okay. Now, murdering Indians back in the 20s was not okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get to, to all that. I'm sorry that slavery happened. I am. Looking back on it, it was a horrible thing to do to human beings. That was done, and by the way, is still being done today, yet nobody's saying anything. I eat China! But we'll, we'll just go past that. The talk of reparations, the talk of this, that, and the other. I had nothing to do with it. My ancestors had nothing to do with it. I feel absolutely, positively no guilt when it comes to this. When it comes to that. I think it's horrible. I think, I think it's an atrocity. I'm glad that we don't enslave people anymore. But what happened to the Native Americans? Well, I'm going to tell you what happened to Native Americans. And I'm going to be honest with you. And you might not like my honesty about this, but I'm going to be honest with you. Back when old Chris Columbus came over here and infected him with smallpox and did all that kind of stuff, you see, there was no Geneva Convention. There was no rule in place that said when a war would break out or when an invading country would come in that we couldn't take over the lands because that's what countries did. A little place called the Roman Empire, you remember that? The Ottoman Empire, where they put footstools at everybody's house. Pretty fucking cool. I would have loved to live during the Ottoman Empire. That was a comfortable empire to live in. Oh, I know. I know it was a ter- that was a terrible joke, but still I had to do it. We took the land of America because we wanted it. Now, the natives, the Indians, the different tribes around this country fought and fought for it, and they lost. The end. Now, when we decided to give them land and things like that. This is what it's like to do business with somebody who's a sharp, savvy businessman. And to say that we screwed over the Indians, sure. Whose fault is that, though? Hmm? Wouldn't that be the natives? Wouldn't that be their fault? Now, I'm not trying to blame them. I'm not trying to make their lives any worse. I think reservations, the way they treat their people, I, I, I think it's savage. But that's the way they choose to live. Now, this movie being made is showing, once again, how evil the white man is for what they did. Now, I can agree with that. And this is kind of a, a, an obtuse apology for what happened to the Osage Indians. That's the way I saw this movie. Now, Ogre says, uh, you're not educated equals your opinion differs, so I must be patronizing zero-calorie response with no background of reasoning. And, and, and when, when I saw that, I was like, okay, could I, should I fuck this person up? I ain't going to fuck him up. 
Cowboys Girl says, I'm so happy I don't have that guilt either. Taxation without representation is slavery. Being forced to work and pay for other people's welfare and student loans is slavery. I don't care if I have ancestors who own slaves. It wasn't me. It was a different time. I don't know why they did. Well, because it was, a, it was what was accepted. I think that's the big part of what makes people younger than me or, 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 or in they, they have this built-in guilt that their parents have given them for some odd reason. And they don't want to face the fact that that was normal. That sadly, in the 1840s, slavery was as normal as cars on the road today. The end. And if you don't like that about our country, well, guess what? We changed it. We fixed it to where that can't happen again, even though we know it is still happening. We just ship them over to China. The Indians raped, killed, and enslaved other Indians. (laughs) Fuck them. And that is true. The Indians were not the most peaceful of people around each other. I'm, I'm getting tired of these movies that, that just want to show how evil. I'm sorry that you're guilty about it. I don't share in this guilt. I, I don't want to wallow in it. I don't want to talk about I had a story last week about reparations and who they're going to hurt, and guess who they're going to hurt? That's right, you and me, the taxpayers of this country. Safety guy says, damn round eyes. Safety, I may be white, but I just took a break and my eyes from worse land than mages. Mm. Chris Benoit has a surviving son. Now, if you don't know the Chris Benoit story, uh, he had terrible CTE in his brain. He killed his wife and his young son, and then he killed himself. He was a WWF wrestler. And he does have a surviving son that looks just like him. Uh, according to today's logic, we should hold him accountable for his dad and give him the death penalty. V. Coop, that brings up, you know, he's talked about getting into the wrestling business. And everybody says, well, you shouldn't use your last name. Well, he didn't kill the people. He didn't kill the people. Why? Why? why it, and this is why he hasn't been hired by any wrestling company. Well, that one reason, he might suck too. And there's no place in the world that hasn't done the same thing. Exactly. Uh, I don't much have a problem with the conquest of land. It was the uh, insistent breaking and tweaking of treaties that pisses me off. The practical abduction, sharing, uh, shearing, and cultural genocide of children that is inexcusable. Saying we're the greatest nation, blah, 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 while trying to eradicate an entire culture is downright sickening. It, It was. And it was. What we've done to the Native Americans. But, but. We've tried to be better, right? Do we need to still keep going back? We all know that. I don't know. I I just, he's in an independent promotion now. Good for him. Hitler still has surviving relatives. Let's burn them at the stake. Matt Hatter says, I still get chucked up over Chris Benoit. Terrible. When he had a tryout match, I wonder if anybody ever said he killed it. This is what a winner uh, take all world. If I can take from you uh, too fucking bad, get better. 
and that's the world that we used to live in. But now, because of and and Ogre's right. I mean, we fucked the Indians over. I mean, this is why we hand out fucking casinos to them, even if you're like one eightieth. Fucking Elizabeth Warren could probably go out and fucking fund a damn Indian casino because she's like one one nine nine hundredth Indian. I'm just saying. I'm tired of these movies like this. I'm tired of the apologies. Uh, Benoit's son can't come out to the song Stranglehold. <laughs> no, he can't. It's winner take all, so stop saying we're better than everyone else and have moral superiority. We're not winner take all anymore because we can't. We, we can't do that. We Israel, Look, Israel's going to try to do that in Palestine. They're going to try to take over, and, and the U.N.'s not going to allow them. Other countries aren't going to allow them. Uh, taking their land wasn't enough, and we saw uh, teams named after them. We had to get rid of that, too, right? I mean, that is the that's what I equate this all to. So we have to get rid of the, the offensive name. Who's it offensive to? The Washington Redskins, according to two different reports from the Washington Post, done 12 years apart from each other, it went from 96.2% favorability to 98.2% favorability. In 12 years, they gained favorability. The Washington Redskins. And why did we get rid of that name? Because three journalists... Three journalists who work for the USA Today, they made a stink about it. Now Native American groups are trying to sue to get the Redskins' name back. That should tell you everything you need to know there. And I love having this uh, this conversation with people that, that aren't ready to have this conversation. When I ask them, What's the number one, the number one mascot at, at, at reservation schools? And it's something like either the, the, the Apaches, the Warriors, the Chiefs. It's one of those. But we have to get rid of it. And I asked them, do they have to get rid of it? Do do they? Oh no, they can keep it. So so then, if a basketball team was convinced was made in Harlem, they could name themselves the N words. That'd be okay. Just wondering. Land of Lakes is America's butter. We took that Indian, kept the land. <laughs> Dumb Indians, we will uh, be offended for you. Oh no, I didn't bitch about something. Uh, that didn't happen to me. Old news, and it's tiresome. Natives, Jews, Latinos, and black folks were treated horribly, but what counts is now white folks are just as poor and held down, the same as other woke idiots want you to believe. Class warfare effects, not color anymore. Ingo. We are Americans. Labeling by skin pigmentation is retarded and racist. If we're Americans, then don't force one language on people. Well, wait, wait, wait a second now. So is it okay for Japan? Because in Japan they have they have one language in Japan. I 
I mean, you can speak other languages, but your kids can't go to school there. You can't get a job there until you speak fluent Japanese. Are they racist? Because America doesn't have a national language. Uh, America's not a cultural monolith like Japan. But, so, do we need... Let me ask you this, Ogre. Do we need stop signs in every language? Do we need a stop sign to be, like, 30 feet tall? I'm just asking questions. That would be hilarious. Can you imagine a reporter saying the L-A-N words? No, that would never happen. Something like that could never happen. Come on, you're making things up right now. Going on here in this country, it's absolutely pathetic. I can't say the N-word. On the Los Angeles Nakers Uh, The founding fathers themselves are exalted, wise forebears who thought about this shit, did not want a national language. Are you disputing him? Are you talking about the same slave owners? I'll dispute the slave owning. Oh, though it was okay at the time. I'll still say it was wrong. I'm just asking a simple question. Everybody have to have a job application in every language available? I mean, and, and we also had this fella here. Uh, where, 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 where the hell? Oh, yeah. We had a phenomenal day today. Nigger League Museum and Arthur Bryant's Barbecue. I can't believe they went to Arthur Bryant's. Jesus. We only have things predominantly in English out of the pure majority. It's practicality for sure. And if they wanted to make it official with a big wink, wink, then sure. But you can't enforce that. No, of course you look, look, not in America. I'll agree with you on that, Ogre. You couldn't, you couldn't enforce it in America. They enforce it, and I, I understand what you're saying. But what, what I'm just trying to say is that how many steps are we removed from having a stop sign that's 30 feet tall with stop in every language? They still don't have an Italian ethnicity slot on apps. I feel attacked. English is our language. Speaking Spanish will not get you hung or arrested. Poor Glenn. He was just trying to enjoy his barbecue. I know, right? Poor guy. Now, talking about cultural appropriation, good Lord Almighty, has anybody seen Tara Reid lately? Uh, Yes, hello, bratty kid. I have to give you an update on on the spawn. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I, real quick, the the spawn and uh, 2.0 are on their way to lovely Las Vegas, Nevada. Yes. Oh, I don't know what I just did. I pushed the button. I'm not trying to FaceTime you. If that's okay. What I'm trying to do. There you go. I'll decline uh, it. Okay. Thank you. Um. So my children aren't very smart when they book their flights. No. So they're flying out of DFW. Stupid. They have to go all the way down to Houston to go to Vegas. And their layover, so they, they had to get to the airport at like 6 a.m., 7 a.m. Their flight out of Houston isn't until 2 o'clock. Okay. So, so their plane had um, mechanical failure. So they sat, on the, they sat there for like three hours. They just got into Houston. They get into Houston all for uh, 2.0's mom to call to tell them. She's no longer meeting them in Vegas. Oh, God, yes. 
Oh, that's that an means, ejaculate moment right there. And that means when they get to Vegas, they have no car rental because she was renting the car. Oh. 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 See, see, see that now. Now let me, let me, let me speak my piece here. Okay. It was so important. It was goddamn important that he gets to go to Vegas for his birthday, which is next month, so he can drive a fucking race car, which, by the way, there's a racetrack, but they don't have fucking Mustangs, and that's what he wants to drive, in Vegas. It was so important that they leave their, that she leaves her toddler, her one-and-a-half-year-old with us. So she can, is a mistake. So, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, he's going to be saying the F word after this weekend. If he's going to watch the World Series with me, he's going to be saying the F word. Um, he already has shh down, so he's um, got to get the it part. Um, it's so important that they flew, first of all, out of DFW, which is a dog shit airport. And then they had to fly to the bigger dog shit airport of Houston, all to go to Vegas so he can do this. And that, what, what what are they going to do? What, what what are their plans? Do they still have the uh, timeshare? Yeah, they have the timeshare because that she doesn't have to be there for. But he, neither one of them were old enough to rent a car, so they can't rent a car. Oh, so, this is magic! Oh my yeah. God, this is, and the racetrack. I don't think the racetrack's very close to any timeshares, is it? So that Uber I have no is going. That Uber is going to cost a shit ton of money or cab. Yeah. Which they don't have. Yeah, they're taking out of their spending money. Oh, this is <laughs> phenomenal. This is so great. Thank you. You just made my day. You're welcome. Get back to your little show. All right. Thank you. My little right. show. Thank you very much. You can drive a McLaren at that track, but he wants to drive a Mustang. Yes. Then why the hell could I not take English as a second language in high school? Japanese is my first language, but they wouldn't let me do it. I would have ace that class. I know, I wanted to do that in fucking college. I had to take Spanish in college. I didn't want to take Spanish. I wanted to take English as a second language. Oh, that's just delicious. That is delicious. There's no, there's no direct flight from DFW to Vegas? No, it's called Love Field. It's called Southwest Airlines. Southwest Airlines has a flight going to Vegas like every two hours. But you see, this all stems from her trying to buy tickets to go see this moron when he was in the military in Germany. Good God. Oh, this just gets getting... Oh, this might be it. Oh, man. So mom just fucking no-shows him? Oh, this could be the end of that relationship. Hold on a second. I got to call Braddy Kid back. Um, let me open this up here. Um, God damn it. Just fucking call, would you? Recents. There we go. Let's call. All right. So I got a question for you. Yeah. Uh, regarding this topic. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I'm on it. Do you think that this could be the final death nail? Um, no, 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 no. Um, he's oh, just uh, upset. 
Oh, but, uh, I, this this whole weekend is ruined. Like, oh, like, it is. Oh, oh it, it is. it's completely yeah, ruined. Like everything that they wanted to do. I mean, I'm I'm going to be surprised if they make it to the car place. I'm going to oh, be very yeah. surprised. I am. Um, I mean, it would be a Christmas miracle. I probably want for Christmas, but uh, no, I don't think it's unfortunately going to be the nail in the coffin. But now, I now, hope it's a horrible weekend for him because I will throw it in her face all weekend that she's not with her baby. <laughs> um. By the way, uh, what what time are they what what time are they showing up at the wedding chapel? Don't talk like that. We that's just bad. Why do we gotta talk like that? Because it entertains me. Look, I've already had to change three shitty diapers today. I am not in the mood. Oh, all right. Well, I'll let you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye. Oh, she hates it when I do that. Uh, Twenty bucks says he's crying right now. Oh, look, look. I'm just gonna tell you. I'm just gonna tell you real quick. This kid does not face adversity well. He just doesn't. I mean, and 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 honestly, if if I have anything to say about him, he's a cuck at most. That's all he is. He gets led around by his nose. He wanted to leave his key. He wanted to take his keys with him and keep them in the suitcase. Well, what happens if they lose your luggage and you can't drive to work, you dumb fuck? Instead of just leaving them here with his car, inside the house, of course, but I might leave the keys in the car and let people know in the neighborhood that there's a car for... For, for availability. Um, oh, he is he is shut down right now. He is probably so busy because they have no way to get around that town. They have no way. Around, oh, oh, my God. Whew. This is going to be awesome. I cannot wait to get the recap. Hell, I might have the spawn on the show on Monday or Tuesday just to go through a recap of how shitty this weekend was. Now, back to your regular scheduled programming. Mage, I have a story for you. Um, (laughs) I was talking about cultural appropriation. Has Tara Reid committed cultural appropriation due to the fact that... I want to be ninja. I want to jump, 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 jump down. Take jump down to Chinatown. I, I just posted a picture of Tara Reid in L.A. Inquisitor. When did she become Asian? I mean, I'm looking at her, and she looks like she's ready to do some kung fu fighting. I mean, Tara Reid has just been a fucking nightmare. Oh, my God, there's another picture of her. You remember when Tara Reid was in American Pie, and she was hot? Boy, oh boy, did fucking life treat her fucking terrible. Good God almighty. Shit, she's had so many goddamn facelifts, I don't even know. You could blindfold her with damn dental floss. Gosh, I've seen a picture of Mage. Her eyes are fucking more closed than Mage's eyes. That woman must have taken a shit on an Indian burial ground. I mean, she went from hot to what the fuck? I mean, there was, like, in American Pie, you wanted to see her and Nadia go at it. And now you just want to see her and nobody go at it. You just want to see her walk away. 
Oh, she's rugged. That is 15 miles of bad road right there. Good God Almighty. A lot of people say, Arnie, you just did that to be mean. Yeah, so? I don't care. Now, this last story, and we're going to spend some time on this one. Trash Panda, I know that you're at Disney right now, and we're doing this story for you, and hopefully you'll hear this later in the day. If you're still here, great. You remember last week when Christopher sent me that video, and we had that uber, ultra, fucking bitchy chick who wouldn't get out of the car because they went to the Cheesecake Factory on a first date? You remember that? Mage's eyes is squinted because his ancestors were squinting at the bright light of nuclear bombs. Stop that, B. Coop. Jesus. So, this came out, and V. Coop sent it to me earlier this week. And I've had it for a couple days. These are the top 28 places that you're not supposed to take a date on a fir- or, or on a first date. Okay, number one, now this this list is incredibly stupid. Number one is the Cheesecake Factory. Now, aside from having the largest menu known to mankind, I got to say, the Cheesecake Factory is decent food. As far as chain restaurants goes, and their cheesecake is the shit. So that, that's hard. Now, now, Trash, this is why I summoned you. Number two, Applebee's. Now, is it known that if you go to Applebee's, you're going to get your butthole licked? Is that what's known? Is this why gals don't like Applebee's? But Applebee's is number two on the list. The worst places to take a date. Number three, Chili's, which I'll agree to because their food sucks now. Arnie, you said number two. Yes, I did. Number four, Chipotle. Yeah, because they don't brag about it, but they got plenty of MSG in their damn rice, and it always gives me a headache. I hate Chipotle. Ralphie says number one is the Cheesecake Factory. Ralphie, did we say hello to you this morning? I'm sorry. Like a pink nightmare. Uh, number one is Cheesecake Factory. What the fuck? How does it beat Applebee's? I think the reasoning is you can't carry a conversation because you have to read the novel of a menu. See, that's why you go online. Shepherd, hey, get the shepherd's pie. Shepherd's pie at Cheesecake Factory, pretty damn good. Gotta tell you. Got to tell you, they're fried macaroni and cheese, not too shabby. And, of course, get some fucking cheesecake. Stay away from the melon-flavored cheesecake, as I've heard that's terrible. Number five, and I completely disagree with this, the Olive Garden. Now, come on, that is fancy Italian food at its finest. The Seafood Alfredo, oh, man, with the little scallops in there. Whoo, daddy. I do some damage at Olive Garden, and hello, endless salad, which isn't half bad, and breadsticks. I'm just going to tell you this right now. I would summon my my, my inner hot mama if some girl says, I don't want to go to Olive Garden. Fuck your mama. Damn right. 
That is authentic Italian food right there. <laughs> More so than Pizza Hut. <laughs> Next is the movies. Okay, because you can't have a conversation. My owner would laugh at their eggplant parmesan about how good it is. Absolutely. Uh, your house? Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, look, look taking your first date to your house, that means you're pretty much going to torture and kill her. To me, Mage is exactly what used to make America great. He gets made fun of for his race and laughs about it. Why? Because he knows we would all fuck anyone up. I know I'd be first in line that did the same, but not in jest. God bless him. Exactly. Look, this is why Don Rickles is my is my face of the Mount Rushmore of comedy. And he wasn't even that dirty. He just picked on everybody, and it was fucking hilarious, and people laughed about it. Laugh at it, people. It's a joke. Uh, Mage says, as a represent- <laughs> representative of Asian people and people from other countries of Japan, we decline the offer of accepting Tara Reid as one of us. Please contact a different race and see if they will take her. How about we give her to Vietnam? Olive Garden I get because it's terrible Italian. You bite your tongue. Go to a better Italian restaurant. The others are not specifically dedicated cuisine, so I see nothing wrong with them. Major, if we have to take Kathy Griffin, you get Tara. <laughs> v Coop, what's up, buddy? I'll be quick because I know we're getting towards the end of the show here, but um, one more reason that I'm going to hell and I'm taking my wife with me is... When we go out to a restaurant and uh, we sit on the same side of the booth so that Jesus. we can annoy you right. primarily. <laughs> right. um, but we also do it so we can watch out. And we always look for people that are on a date. And then we will do something to fuck with them. Uh, our, our favorite newest go-to is, and my wife can pull this off much better than I can, but like when the guy gets up to go to the bathroom, she'll sneak over and just be like, hey, he was here two days ago with somebody else. Stop that. Oh, my God. You guys are cock blockers? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's fantastic, by the way. I love it. I love every second of it. <laughs> All right. Oh. Have a good weekend. All right, buddy. You too. <laughs> uh, let's see. Also, ask the chick where she should like to go. There's an idea. Okay. Um, let's see. Any fast food chain? I can understand that. Nobody went, like, you ain't in junior high. Don't take somebody to McDonald's. If anyone had real Italian food, they know Olive Garden is not authentic. Like, Taco Bell is authentic Mexican food. Well, Taco Bell is authentic Mexican food. They got tacos and burritos there. Um, Buffalo Wild Wing and, and Wingstop. Now, see, I would I would agree with those places. Those are guy places. I mean, it's messy. It's sports are on. Your out says, I'll t- I'd like to go to Pound Town, please. Now, this next one, I don't get. Number 11 on the list is Red Lobster. Now, come on. Have you never heard the phrase Cheddar Bay Biscuit? If I was a chick and somebody took me there and I got to eat all the Cheddar Bay Biscuits I wanted to, guess what? I'm giving up the Pooh Nanny. Mm-mm-mm. I'm getting me some of that fake lobster they got there, or that what, what they claim is lobster there, and get me some Cheddar Bay Biscuits, and hoo-ha! My cooch ain't going to be the only thing smelling like fish that night. 
Now, <laughs> the next three, I'm just going to rattle off. And yes, I'm just going to say, bad idea. A buffet, IHOP, or Denny's. <laughs> I can't imagine taking a date to Denny's. Hey, is it your birthday, by the way? Holy shit, we get to eat for free. Um, church is on the list. God, I hate you people. The gym? Who would take a date to the gym? That's stupid. But this is where I've lost my mind. So you remember the number one place not to go to. Cheesecake Factory. Number two is Applebee's. Those places are 27 times worse than the 27th place ranked. Ladies and gentlemen, number 27 on a place where women absolutely refuse to go on a first date. Number 27, this is too funny. This can't be real. I, like, seriously, I'm having a hard time. Number 27 is the Waffle House. Now, Waffle House is better than IHOP or Denny's? Now, now when you go to Waffle House, you're probably going to get dinner and a show. Because somebody, look, look. If y'all ain't never been to a Waffle House, let me let me warn you, but real quick. If and this is how good you can tell if a Waffle House is good or not. If they don't have an employee there that weighs at least four hundred and seventy-eight pounds, do not eat at that Waffle House. Okay. If it doesn't smell like freshly mopped floors, do not eat at that Waffle House. We don't even have a Waffle House out here in West. We keep it classy and go to Peg's. Peg's is a fancy restaurant. Peg's Eggs, that, that place is fancy in Reno. At your house, she can get smashed, but at Waffle House, she can get chunked and smothered. Uh, is Cracker Barrel on there, too? It should be. Cracker Barrel is crap. I would pick Waffle House before Cracker Barrel. Now, now, look here. I am a, a, a decorated son of the South, so I will always defend Waffle House. The food is adequate. It's about the ambiance. Waffle House should include cigarettes. Oh, the jukebox is amazing at Waffle House, first of all. And there will be songs that are dedicated to the Waffle House on the Waffle House jukebox. There used to be a song about the ladies of Waffle House. But you get dinner and a show there, because if you're there late, you're going to see a fight. You can't have a Waffle House without some fisticuffs. If you've ever been to one and you've tried it and you're fat like me and you tried to sit in a booth and you can't because they're too close together because you can't push the table, because the tables have been bolted to the ground because people will flip them up. It's Waffle House. Mm-mm-mm. Cracker Barrel went woke, took out chicken fried chicken, and replaced it with bug meat. Yuck. Look, here's the thing. It, it, look, I, I've, I've had plenty of experience with Cracker Barrel, okay? 
I mean, I mean, the first one I ate, I remember my, my sister, we were going to see my sister in, uh, in St. Louis, that fucking dump of a city. And she's like, well, that's meat for breakfast. Let's go to Cracker Barrel. You'll love Cracker Barrel. And we went to Cracker Barrel. And we waited an hour to get fucking breakfast. Now, now, if you know anything about me, you know I'm not a very patient person, especially when it comes to food. If they tell me we got an hour to wait, we ain't waiting. We're going someplace else. Because I picked wrong. So I went to Cracker Barrel, and I got biscuits and gravy or whatever, and I had pancakes, and their pancakes suck. Look, look, there's one place for pancakes, and that's called the International House of Pancakes, the end. Don't anybody else try. Denny's, you suck. Waffle House, this is why you make waffles, and your waffles are adequate. Cracker Barrel, you just, and every time I go to Cracker Barrel, and we, we have one that's like five miles away from us. And we've been there a few times. Every time I get food at Cracker Barrel, it's lukewarm. I've never gotten a hot meal at Cracker Barrel. And by the way, Cracker Barrel invites you to dine and dash. Oh, absolutely. When they put the cash register at the back of the general store, hell, I don't want to ever pay. I want to walk out. And by the way, that general store, boy, they are just ripe for the taking. They ain't got no fucking scanner or code on the front door to tell that I'm s- stealing whatever candy I'm stealing. But I found it funny. I found this whole list to be hilarious until I got down to 27, and I thought to myself, Waffle House would probably be the number one place not to take a girl on a date. If you're trying to oppress a gal on a first date, Cheesecake Factory is going to go a whole lot further than fucking Waffle House. There's nothing impressive about Cracker Barrel. Now, I'm very picky about my breakfast. It's my favorite meal, specific, or especially my biscuits and gravy. So maybe I'm too critical, but nothing impresses me there. No, you're not being too critical because Cracker Barrel sucks. Joe Murphy was pissed when he went to Cracker Barrel because he thought it was whites only. <laughs> All right, that is going to do it for us today, ass family. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, for being here. I appreciate it. Uh, We will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, have a fantastic day and adios, everybody. Atlanta in 53 And I picked up a rhythm and blues magazine laying underneath my seat And I found out the stuff they've been playing us wasn't made for grits and bones And it would take more than the crew cuts and Pat Boone to take me home
Johnny Cash hadn't seen this side of the big river yet. And when the sun was more than daylight shining on Memphis, Tennessee, and Luther and Lewis and Perkins was a picking and a playing them songs for me. is outside waiting to arrest him.